everybody, what is going on? I hope everyone is doing well, enjoyed your Labor Day weekend, and welcome back yet again to a brand new episode of Sweeten Up Podcast, season number three, episode number 100. A hundred episodes of the show. Phew, what a journey. I am your host, Jeff Spencer, and thank you so much for taking some time to join me today. I greatly appreciate it, whether you have for multiple seasons, an entire season, or you are today for the first time. Thank you so much for listening. However, if you are just listening for the first time, take a look back at our library of 99 episodes anytime you want, anywhere you listen to your podcasts. As always, if you like what you hear on the podcast today and you would like to hear more, please be sure to tell all your friends and subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcast so that you never miss a future episode. The podcast is available on all major podcast platforms and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Sweeten Up Podcast. With that being said, my guests on the podcast today to celebrate 100 episodes of the show are two masters of wings, the food industry, and just straight up great guys, Jay Carolucci and Joe Adonito. Bronx native Jay Carlucci is the owner of Do Drop In, located in Derby, Connecticut and widely known for their multiple flavors of wings, which there are almost 200 of. The Dewdrop has won Connecticut's best wings countless times, was recently featured on Chef Robert Irvine's Cheat Day USA on the Cooking Channel, and is a must-stop for wing fans all over the United States. Joe Adonito, returning guest from Season 2, Episode 72, is the founder and owner of JJ Stacks, a fun local burger, dog, and sandwich joint located on Federal Road in Brookfield, Connecticut that even features a mini golf course. But besides the incredible breakfast sandwiches which we enjoyed on this episode, and the dogs and burgers, Joe is also known for his incredibly delicious wings and sauces, having learned from his mentor, Jay Carlucci. JJ Stacks is the ultimate place for a fun day with the family or friends. Take it from me, you might even see me there. I had an absolute blast talking to Joe and Jay right here in Brookfield, Connecticut, where the podcast is located. Everything from wings to early beginnings, life lessons, ups and downs, renovations, pandemics, wing sauces, the industry, and so much more. Huge thanks once again, of course, to Joe at JJ Stacks for providing an amazing breakfast. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here they are, my friends celebrating episode 100 of Sweeten Up Podcast, the dynamic duo, the wing masters. Jay Carlucci and Joe Adonito. Joining me on the podcast today here in Brookfield, Connecticut at my apartment. I am so excited because it's early morning here, somewhat early morning, at least for me. I like to sleep in a little bit, (laughs) but I have uh, the honor of having two awesome individuals here with me right here live for a great conversation that we're about to have. And I am joined, returning to the show, the owner of JJ Stacks, my good friend, Mr. Joe Adonito. And Joe, thank you for being here, man. Thanks for having me again. And it's a complete and total honor to have the owner of the Do Drop In, which consistently wins best wings in the state of Connecticut year after year, the great and powerful Jason Carlucci and Jay, how are you, man? Thanks for coming by. Doing good, Jeff. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, no, this is great. Thanks for thanks for coming over over here to Brookfield. And we just had a really awesome breakfast that was brought over by Joe, of course. 
JJ Stacks makes some of the best bacon, egg, and cheese, just any breakfast sandwich, pastry, so much more. They have a ton of really awesome things over there, let alone their regular food, the menu, of course, the burgers, the dogs, just everything they got going on with the chicken sandwich, with the cheese sauce. I mean, you got to get over there. JJ Stacks in Brookfield, Connecticut. Really incredible. Really great mini golf course. Bring the kids. Have a fun day over there at JJ Stacks. And listen, that was great, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, man. How Thanks do you get the bacon, out. egg, and cheeses like that? They're so good. I mean, they're not dry. I mean, they're just, it's just so good. They're just dripping with cheese and all right. sorts could, of good. I could tell you, but then I have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was awesome. Thank you for that. And now we're just, we're just hanging out. We're just kicking back getting ready to have a really awesome conversation. I've uh, been wanting to for a very long time to have on Jason Carlucci because he's got so much going on. Of course, uh, for those maybe who know or don't know, Chef Robert Irvine was recently there for an episode of his show, Cheat Day USA. Um, uh, that episode was really cool, of course, getting to see the wing addicts over there. Uh, those dudes, they're really, really cool. But uh, So listen, Jay, thanks for coming by, of course. And uh, you know, I guess let's start at the beginning, you know, sort of where are you from, where did it all begin for you, and um, uh, were you always in the industry, or is this, you know, by purchasing the Dew Drop In back in 2006, was that something new for you, or definitely just take me back to the beginning and, and sort of to where you are now? Yeah, um, yeah, it is the, I started in New York, you know, I was, I was born in the Bronx, I was born and raised in the Bronx in Mount Vernon, um, and uh, lived your typical New York, you know, living on the street type of life. Um, and then just worked, always, you know, just kept on working through life, you know, got into trouble, did a lot of bullshit, but worked my way through it. And then at some point in my life, I wanted to grow up, you know, and uh, I just realized that it was time for me to do something for myself. Um, so I really, there's no really great story about it. I really had no idea what I wanted to do. Never was in the business, never owned a business. Uh, none, none of the above. And then just one day I was just like, all right, tired of working for people. It's time for me to do something for myself. And uh, just so happened to end up being the Dewdrop, which I bought in 2006. Nice. So, That's awesome. And who owned it before? Uh, they, were, they were owned. There was a few owners. I know there was two owners. Uh, so when I when I came up into Connecticut to check the place out, the owners had owned three bars. So it was the Southbury Lodge. It was the Dewdrop, and it was the Oxford Ale House. Um, oh, okay. I, I, the Oxford Ale House isn't the Oxford Ale House anymore. I think it's called the Office or something like that. But, yeah. Uh, so I checked out all three. I wanted to buy the Dewdrop. Um, actually, I didn't want to buy the Dewdrop. I didn't want to buy the Dewdrop because I had a kitchen, and uh, I, I figured I knew nothing about owning a business, let alone having a kitchen combine it with a bar. I was like, just let me buy a bar, and keep it simple. But they didn't want. To, they ended up didn't want to sell that part. So I made an offer in the Dewdrop, and that's it. So that was the first time you had owned? First time I owned anything. Any, a restaurant, anything like that? Anything. Gotcha. Anything. And, you were, and, and you were just like, let's go, let's do it. That's it. That was it. I, I called my buddy up. You know, I didn't have money at the time, so I was just like, hey, I'm looking for a, a partner. I want to go buy a bar. I want to go buy the building. You want to do it with me? And he was just like, yeah, let's just do it. You know, so he was awesome. He was a silent partner at the time. He still is. He's not a partner in the business anymore, but he is still partners with me as far as the, uh, the uh, building and the property. Nice. And uh, were you, you know, did you move over here to uh, to Connecticut at, at some point along the? Uh, the yeah, I moved into Connecticut a couple of years after I was traveling back and forth a lot in the beginning, so it was tough. It was very tiresome, and um, eventually, the tenants that live upstairs left, 
And so I, me and my girlfriend at the time, who was my wife now, we moved upstairs. We lived there for, up there for about 11 years. And now we've been to Trumbull for about four or five years now. So. Oh, cool. Trumbull. Nice. Yeah. That's where I get my haircut. My, uh, my barber's over there. Uh, yeah, I think I know. Great guy. Long Hill Barber Company. Uh, his uh, name is Chris Erickson. I don't know. Um, been there, I think, I think couple, almost couple, almost two years now, I think. In that he, little rel- plaza over rel- there? Relatively new. Uh, no, he's not in a plaza. Oh, okay, kinda, no, no, no. It's like a converted house thing. It's it's cool. It's really really cool. He's coming. He's going to come on the show too. Very very interesting story. Young guy. I think he's like in his. Uh, I think he's like twenty four. Oof, yeah, that's 20, Maybe you know twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, and he yeah. and he has a, his own uh, barber shop, and he's he's killing it. Nice. They're Good so friend. busy. Um, if I don't book right away. I mean, it's like a, it's like over a month, a month out, out and, yeah. and he's just solid. And I'm like, wow, you know, good for you, man. <laughs> but yeah, Trumbull's great. Trumbull's awesome. That's great. It's a great place for a family. You know, that's yeah, what definitely. I was thinking about was, was my daughter. And I, she was one. We were still living above the bar. And, and then I just realized, like, no, nah, this is not where I want my daughter to be raised. So right. It was time to get out. And Trumbull right. was really good. And I know Joe lives in a great place, too, in Bethel. I mean, oh, yeah, I Bethel's incredible. I love Bethel. Great. It doesn't really get much better. I'd love to get into Newtown because that's where my kids are in school. But yeah. I can't complain about where I am. No, like, Bethel cool. is Bethel is a solid town. Absolutely beautiful. Every time I'm there, I'm like, man, <laughs> this is such a great place. Really special place, for sure. But uh, that's awesome, man. What, what were what were some things that you you know you did for for work or, or whatever before? Um, before that, I was doing roofing, uh, lumber and roofing. Uh, Jay, don't incriminate uh, yourself on any of the. Uh, don't what? Don't incriminate yourself. No, on I'm, any of the, I'm uh, thinking about it. You know, over, the, I, over the line. You notice you I had to look into the ceiling <laughs> first to think about it before I said it. Uh, they were basic jobs, nothing crazy. To be honest with you, and lumber you and, and roofing. And you and Joe, um, did you guys meet when you were living? Uh, no. over in New York, or you met? No, we met at the Dewdrop. The Dewdrop, yeah, okay. yeah we met cool. at the Dewdrop. He showed up one day addicts, with yeah. the Wing Addict guys, with Tommy and Donnie and them, and oh, nice. We just started talking, and we realized that we are basically from the same area. We got a lot of mutual friends. He's younger than me, so uh, a lot of the younger friends. But hundred uh, percent chance that we were drinking in the same bars. Yeah, there's a good chance at some point we crossed paths. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> what about that area? Do you guys miss? Oh shit! Yeah, not much. Not much. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, you. it's nicer up here, man. It's cleaner. Okay. It is. You know, in the, be, in the beginning, it's a little different because, yeah, you know, you come, you come from New York, which is everything is wild, crazy, open. We were just talking about it all day long. And then you come to Connecticut, and it's just like uh, crickets. You know what I mean? And I'm like, it's it, it's crazy. But I always say I, I've learned, obviously, growing here, being up here for years now, but there's just enough chaos in Connecticut that I, I enjoy it. It's, it's nowhere near the chaos of New York, but just enough to make me feel at home, to be honest with you. You know, I grew up, you grew up in New York, you grew up around a lot of chaos. Yeah. And then I, I didn't want to move to a place <laughs> that was so quiet. And I thought right. Connecticut was so quiet at first. But then as right. I got adjusted to Connecticut and living up here, I realized like there's, there's just enough chaos to, to keep me happy. It's yeah, no. not too many of us in. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot more New Yorkers now yeah. than there yeah. ever was before. Yeah, no, true. Definitely true. Yeah, when that putting over the, hit, putting the everybody's away moving. Is a big adjustment. It is. It's always an adjustment. That New York, you know, we got a certain attitude that we grew up with. Yeah, that you guys don't have up here. So, what what intrigued you about the Dew Drop Inn when it was up for sale? Nothing at all. Okay. <laughs> was it Nothing was it was it a happening place? Thing, was it as happening as it is now? When you no, no, it? it was a completely different bar. Gotcha. There, there was nothing that intrigued me about the Dew Drop except for the fact that I was going to be in. Uh, an owner of my own business. Okay, cool. That was it. I, I tell people all the time, I didn't care about what I was going to do. With the, I just needed to do something. Right. It could have been, or my original idea was clothes, you know, and whatever. It just ended up being a bar because they were like, hey, come check this place out. And yeah. it was in our price range, to be honest with you. We right. offered them 
less than what they were asking for. I didn't even think they'd accept it. And next thing you know, they were like, okay, we take it. I called my buddy up. I was like, what do you want to do? And he was like, let's take it. I was like, yeah, the hell with it. <laughs> Put my two weeks notice in at the, the lumber yard and, you know, drove up, took over the bar. Wow. That's you know, awesome. So it was a normal, it was a, it was a neighborhood biker bar. That's what the dude drop was. Um, right. And it was, it was, uh, it was fun. A lot of craziness. A lot of craziness. Um, That's very a lot cool. Of, a lot of great people in, 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 there, in between that craziness, you know. And uh, it just evolved to what it is today just somehow. I wish I could say that it was like this great idea, a great dream of mine, but really wasn't. It was just hard work, effort, you know, putting out a, bread, a more quality product in everything, you know, from food to beer to liquor to, you know, service. Yeah, so for not knowing that industry and then jumping in, uh, what are some things you learned like really quick that you knew you had to you had to do or or take care of to make you know to get it to that point? Uh, you learn what uh, you well, you learn about a the, first the quality of your product. You know what I mean. So when I think back of the quality that they were using compared to what I'm using now, it's not it's not even close. You know, I mean, I, when I bought the do job, I was just basically did what they did. So I would bring in a case of wings and at the time it's funny but no lie we it would be a frozen one case of frozen chicken wings and that case would last me weeks because that's how slow it was <laughs> and i would literally take a knife and when people ordered wings and chop at it like a madman like michael myers and jc jason Voorhees over here <laughs> until i could get the chicken out and then i literally would hold it over the heat of the fryer because you can't dump frozen things in the fryer so fast because right. it's like a volcano it'll explode oil, yeah. yeah then i would just sit wait for it to warm up a little bit and then a little by little just dump them in there and that that's the product that they brought in crappy ground beef the worst of the worst so you learn you, you learn how to bring in you want your customers to enjoy a better product you bring in better food you know a better quality product did you have to uh Learn that throwing frozen stuff into the fryer was bad on your own, or did somebody warn you of that? So I'll, I'll, I, I, I can picture, I can just picture no. you throwing like so here's, a chunk of wings into the fryer. Well, I'll and tell you, catch it exploding on you. Well, it happened, but it wasn't me. Here's a, <laughs> here's the story. I want to tell you. So, you know, when in the beginning, the people who were working they say, "Listen, you know, make sure you don't do this, this, and that." So, it was a lot different back then. Like I said, so I didn't order a lot of food from distributors because I couldn't afford no. order. I would take whatever I made that night is what I pay for food the next day. So one day in the middle of a sh- is in the middle of a, an afternoon shift, we ran out of something. I can't remember what. I don't know if it was like jelly or something. So I drive to the gas station down the block to go grab it. I come back. I go try to go through the kitchen. There's oil flooded all over the floor from the entire length of the kitchen. I look Jeez. up. I see my girlfriend at the time. She got an order of wings. She didn't really know that. So she took the frozen wings and put them and just dumped them in and turned around. And the entire thing just exploded on her. And I came back and it was nothing but oil, an inch of oil all over the, the kitchen floor. Just picture that scene from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street oh, where Johnny uh, Depp gets sucked into the bed oh and you get like, the blood of... Uh, my eye, what she, it looks like. she it like creeped exploded. out her head at the other end of the kitchen. My kitchen isn't Sorry. big, but it's like ten feet long, eleven feet long. Yeah. And I just see her face, and I'm looking down. And I see her face. And I'm looking down. And I'm like, you gotta be, oh, <laughs> oh it took me God. hours, oh my hours oil everywhere, hours everywhere. to clean it. It was multiple mop heads, multiple sticks because I got so fed up, I broke the sticks. And uh, oh yeah, so you'll learn. You know, that's that, yeah. that's how I seen that. That's, so, that's yeah. not a fun one to learn on the no. fly. No, interesting. No, but that's the best way to learn, right? I mean, 
you want to learn your business and the best way to do it is like anything else in life you you have to make your mistakes because you have to realize the consequences if you make a mistake or more importantly if you're doing something wrong I'm 30 years in and I'm still learning from mistakes absolutely who cleaned that oil you or her what who cleaned the oil you or her me of course I did she got to serve the bartender so she didn't learn from the mistakes you did Uh, you know so Um, you make mistakes but that's how you learn that's you know there are a lot of things I did on purpose because I wanted to see what the results were. You know what I mean? And there are a lot of great ideas that you that we could come up with, right? They sound great. They maybe even taste great at the time. But you know, when you put it into place and actually do something with it, you realize like, mm, this isn't going to work. Yep. This is not what I'm looking for. This isn't the flavor I'm looking for. This isn't what's. So you gotcha. have to adjust. You know, gotcha. I, I'm a lot more wiser now, so these mistakes are a lot more purposeful. Sure. Where back then it was more like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. damn it. You know? Yeah. No. Exactly. Nice. That's awesome. When did you, re- uh, well, I guess not realize, but when did you decide that you were going to go really hard on wings and try to be that a wing, more of like a wing spot? Or are you not trying to be a wing spot? You're just trying to do cool things with wings. And if people call you a wing spot, cool. It's, it's kind of a hybrid, I would say. Okay. You know what I mean? My intentions were never to be a wings. Not, <laughs> it wasn't like my idea, like, hey, I'm going to be the wing guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, it was, it was, it became fun because I used to have, at some point, when I first bought the bar, I was using their menu, right? And they were trying to do wings, and they had, they had a thick menu. Like, you know, it was that thick with dinner and the whole nine. It was crazy. I lost so much money. At some point, years after, I was like, that's it. I'm done. I burnt the menu. I'm like, I can't do this no more. I'm going to close my doors any day now. <laughs> yeah. So people would come in, and, and I would just say, listen, this is what I have. I got chicken wings, and I got a ground beef for burgers. I'm like... I have no sauces. You just tell me what you want, and I'm going to create something for you. You like something hot. You like something uh, sweet, sour, spicy, both, whatever. I don't care. You tell me what you want, and I'm just going to make it for you. Whatever I have in my kitchen, I'm going to do. And there used to be a group of guys, my buddy Joe, a couple of his food sons. They would come on a weekly basis, twice a week, and they would just come in. And little by little, they're like, oh, that was good. That was bad. This needed to be this. And I used to write you know, my what I did on a piece of paper. And then little by little, it just... It caught on, and I was like, you know, I got something here. You know what I mean? Let me, yeah. let me go with this a little bit more. This wing thing, it was so bad at first. I lost so much, but I was like, there's something here. You know what I mean? Like, let me, let's keep pushing this a little bit. Let's take this the next step further. Let's keep going. And, you know, it's led to where it is now. You know what I mean? But I do will say this. Like, I'm sure, like, Joe, a lot of other business owners, it's great to be known for something. Like, obviously, the dude drop is a wing joint, and we're known for having one of the best wings around, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you, you don't have to say I'm the best, I don't, that's <laughs> not the point. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, we're still a great place for wings. But more importantly for me, one of the biggest things about my bar to, is, is the experience of a customer when they come in. It's a whole. It's not just a part. The wings is, just plays a part of my business. Of course. It's the cleanliness. It's the atmosphere, the vibe, the drinks, the food, the service. It's all the above. It's not just one. You know, if I could say, yep. suggest to somebody you want to be successful in business, conquer it all. Be good at everything that you're supposed to be good at at your business to be successful. You know, because you could have great wings, but... You know, if your beers are warm and your drinks suck and your service sucks, yep. who's going to come back to your place, right? right? You, you know what I mean? You could have great beers, but if your food sucks, who's going to come back? I, right. drill, I drill this to my staff all the time. I tell them, you know, our food is our food is here, yeah. right? And our service is here. And the good food isn't going to outweigh the service. If the service yeah. isn't on par with the food, people aren't going to come back. It'd be the best meal they ever have. But if they feel like they weren't attended to, if they feel like the place is dirty, if they feel yeah. like... If they're, know, not, they're not cared about as customers. The biggest mistake you could make is making your customer not feel like they're wanted. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's a small business that's so important. It's so important. You have to make them 
we want them to be part of what we do. You right. know what I mean? We're not just doing this, you know, trying to make money. We want to be part of our community. It's, it's, we want people to enjoy this ride of life, you know, with us. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And you it's, have to have it. So funny how you come up with your sauces, but you know, how many ever years ago when you started creating your sauces on your on your menu. One of the biggest way I get my sauces is is trying something somewhere else. And yeah, absolutely. Not, and not liking it. Yeah, and telling myself I could do this. But my my wasabiaki is now one of my favorite sauces. I tried somewhere really popular place that I won't name, but really popular place. Tried it. Was it the Dewdrop? It was no. Nah. Yeah. It was so bland, <laughs> so bland, no kick at all. Yeah. And I'm like, I went back to the restaurant. And I'm like, I'm yeah. just gonna play with this until it's good. It's like, how do you make wasabi? How do you make anything with wasabi bland? Yeah, I used to do the same thing. I would and mm. I would drive around to all the bars around me in the Dewdrop, right? And I was always amazed. I was like, I can't believe these places are so busy compared to me, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm dead. I'm losing money. Why? You know, I would go there and be like, this sucks. This is not good. This is not comfortable. This is not safe. You know what I mean? And but it was in the in the, at the time, yeah, I was losing money, but. You take that and you bring it back to your place and you're like, all right, how am I going to do this better? Yep. You know what I'm saying? How am I going to make people feel safe in my establishment at the time I hired bouncers galore? Because I was like, I needed them. You know what I mean? Like I was throwing people well, out you and I'm going to get you sued. Were. You know what I mean? So yeah. like my wife was like, no, we're getting bouncers and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We had drug dealers and we had- Bikers. Yeah, we had bikers and we had we had the clubs and we had you know leg breakers. We had it all. We had a lot of good people in between, but you know, at, at some point you have to figure out- uh, a different way of doing things to be right. successful. Otherwise, you're just gonna you're another running around bar owner, and you're gonna shut your doors. You know, what I mean, I didn't want to be that. I needed to do something different. And then you start, you know, like we said, you start making sure everything is great. You know, because I I tell people like this, it's like a it's a roller coaster ride when you walk into a, an, an, a business, right? Especially a food business. People come in high, right? They're like, yeah, we're going to the do job. We're going to JJ's. We're going over here and there. And then, you know, then you walk through the doors and, and like, okay, it's going to be, you know, 15, 20 minutes to sit. At the do drop, it's even longer. So all of a sudden, that high, they, it goes to low, right? And then like, okay, we got a table for you. And you go to the table and everyone's back to woohoo, you know what I mean? And then you get the bill and everyone's like, oh, you know what I mean? And they, and they go back <laughs> especially, down. Especially now. Right? You know what I mean? Especially, especially now. now. We could talk about that you know, uh, <laughs> oh, but, come you know, everything goes low. You know, so like, it's that's where we come to hold because now I need it's now they're done eating food, right? And they're done drinking. So now it's my employee's job or myself if I'm there to go there and get them back to that high, right? To get everybody feeling like, wow, we had a great time here, a great experience. This was fantastic. We're coming back. I love yep. being part of the Dewdrop. I love supporting the Dewdrop. So you can't just be good at one thing. You've yep. got to be good at everything. And this and, is something. This is something me and you talk about behind the scenes often. Yeah. You know, as far as experience and pricing and knowing knowing your value and knowing your worth and jay's been in the industry half the time i've been in but honestly i look to him as a mentor and i and yeah. me and him we break each other's balls on the wing addicts and oh, we, yeah. go, we right. go at each other and we have like our little playful friendship oh yeah it's all love oh yeah it's all love i pick jay's brain probably <laughs> weekly about stuff and, you guys and are great. he's kept he's kept me even kill a lot of the you know especially in the bad times when i was open during covid and struggling to like pay the bills and you know, I picked his brain a lot and, and, and something he always drilled in. He goes, you've got an awesome product. You've got to charge for your product. Yeah. And in and this era, you know, it's, it's, it's not like it used to be where you could, you could, no. you know, go and eat, you know, feed a family of four for 20 bucks. And, you know, like we grew up and you go to an Italian restaurant, you get chicken parm and pasta and it's $20 for your whole family. Yeah. You know, now you're looking at $20, $30 a person, but 
that's the era we live in. Yeah, it's it's but, it's different, and unfortunately for you, you know, you open up in these, uh, in these incredible, uh, crazy uh, times with COVID and inflation and everything like that. <laughs> this is the you know worst I've ever seen it. Yeah, um, I think this is honestly the worst that our generation, well, the younger generation may ever live. To be honest with you, and uh, you know, you you as a business owner, I always tell people, look. It's a responsibility. It's a responsibility to take care of my family. It's a responsibility to take care of my employees and their families. Yep. And there's there's just inevitables that you have to deal with. So you have to charge the correct price to make sure you could do, do all this. You know what I'm saying? And you can't worry about uh, people's feelings too much. You know, if I could do what I do and pay my employees what I pay them and do you know live our lives, take care of all our well beings the way I do them at 10 cents a wing, then I would do it. You know oh, yeah. what I'm saying? But it can't be done that way, any, especially anymore. So you, I think that was one of the biggest things, changes we, when you asked me before, Jeff, like what changed? One of the biggest things that changed me is I learned how to run a business. I learned how to be uh, not run things so much with my emotions, but start using your brains and be like, okay, yeah, you know, I know this sounds great. 50 cent wing sounds great, or these prices sound great, and the business is filled with people. But at the same time, uh, at the end of the month, I'm I'm borrowing money from people to keep my doors open still. So at one point, you have to decide and you have to make those changes and be like, okay, that's it. I'm done with this. And unfortunately, raising your prices and, you know, maybe bringing in better employees or doing things different are part of that. Part of that change. Part of that growth, I should say. Because without it, there's no growth. Without it, there's no growth. I'm and still I, I'm still learning that business aspect, man. Oh yeah, I, you will. Absolutely. I can, I can I can make a customer smile in two seconds. I could yeah. create. I could cook. I could run the front. Yeah, that's that's what I actually. It's the back, behind the scenes stuff I still struggle with. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to raise my prices. I don't want to. No, nobody does. You know, what what what's more business owner business. wants to raise their prices decisions. and listen to the sh- crap that comes with uh, it, right? I don't want to hurt my customers' pockets any more than what I have to. I don't want to hear the complaints. I don't want to hear the, anybody. Nobody wants to do that. I, I, you know, and my employees, we're just like the people, everybody else. There's no no difference. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm no difference in the person walking in my door. I'm still a human I being. Think, we think, still got families that we rely on. And that's just how this goes. I think for you, that's a big benefit of not having that restaurant background because you came into it as a business owner. Yeah. You look at it like me. That my, my job for until I bought my first restaurant in 2014, so I started in 93. So my job for 21 years was to just make customers happy. Yeah, That's all I had to do. Make customers happy, hustle, make them smile, make them laugh, make sure they leave, yeah. talk, saying good things. So when I got into business, that was always my goal. And I never thought about the business. The decisions. business aspect of it, I, yeah. All I wanted to do was make customers. That was what I was good at. Yeah. That's how I built my reputation. That's how I made money my whole life, yeah. just by making customers. So I, I never had that like business end. You came into it as a business owner, and yeah. I think. You, I, I did, you, you, just, you learn how to blend it. Yeah. You have to learn how you could be the greatest customer service in the world and still be a very good businessman. Yeah. Uh, which, know, is what it, which is what you have to work on. Absolutely. <laughs> which is anybody has to, when they struggle well, and they're doing struggles, you know, yes, it's, it's obviously I've been there 17 and a half, 17 years. So I've learned my mistakes a lot more and what works for me works for me. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, I never try to tell people like we've talked many times and I never, I will never tell Joe or anybody else how to run their business. Cause I only know what works for the do drop. You know what I'm saying? But I can tell you, uh, it, I dig that as business owners, it's very important to always talk about the realities of owning a business. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And you can never escape those realities. There's nothing you can do or say that can make you escape them. Yep. So you have to be told every once in a while, reminded, like, hey, you know, let's let let's focus. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't so. know if it was you that said this in, in one of our many conversations, or if it was because I, I read a lot of like chefs, yep. I read a lot of restaurant owners. I like, yep. I, but there there's like um, 
you, you spend your life chasing the 10% of the people that are unhappy. I, told, I think it was you. I did. It was you, I told right? you. It's a nine. Yeah. Six percent or whatever. You chase, your, you, you chase your chase those six percent of the people. Meanwhile, you got ninety-four percent of the people that love you. Yep. And you're ignoring them to make the six percent happy, but yeah. the ninety-four percent I call, I call it a ninety-five percent. Yeah. I'm like you in the in the beginning, you chase that five percent. Like something goes wrong, somebody says something bad, and somebody else stops showing up, and you're chasing that. In the meantime, you got ninety ninety-five percent of your customers that need your attention need your work ethic yeah you know at some point you learn hey you know what hey what am i gonna do go you go that five percent could go do what you want to do say what you want to say but i got 95 percent i got to concentrate on and that's where you build your customer base your support from that's where that's when you know you're doing good and it's so funny that you said that because with my first restaurant i would live and die on you i would read yelp oh and get, I would sit at my bar and get so frustrated, and I would try to figure out who the employee was. And yeah, yeah. What was what went? And now I'm like, now I like I, I've actually started getting like smart assy with my Yelp, my Google review responses. If you write me a bad, somebody wrote that they couldn't use the bathroom because we were mopping it. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. We'll leave it dirty for you next time. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm over. I'm over the people that don't get it. You know. Yeah. Which, which obviously is where you're sort of it's, at as well. And it's you know, social media is tricky, and uh, it's a different time. And you have you to. having a little issue there. <laughs> I yeah. can't get this cushion to stay in. My fat, my fat body keeps drifting forward. It, I mean, it, you fit on this thing without it falling, so I shouldn't have that much of an issue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, social media, it's a different time, and it's, uh, yeah, it's unfortunately, it can be used in a negative way, and I think it's very easy to be used in a negative way. Well, sure, social you know, media, the review sites, the every, reviews, all of a sudden, everybody's all that stuff. a New York Times food critic. You know, and it's... It, <sighs> You know, I try not to get involved myself. I usually, I usually don't respond because I'm always been a person. I always say, "Listen, man, uh, my I speak for myself. My business speaks for itself. And if you're not mature enough to come in and see for yourself, and not to realize that what this person wrote is not true, right. I don't know what to tell you. And I'm not going to chase you again. It goes back to us. I'm not going to chase you down anymore. Um, I feel bad for businesses that feel like they should respond to someone. And um, I recently, Taco Bocci over here, great, great family-owned business. Um, mm -hmm. oh, great, great Jose people. Lost his mind. They, that was great. Yeah, someone, someone wrote a bad <laughs> review or something, and and you know, and and they they made a post on their social media responding to it. Yeah. And I just feel like you know, to me, they don't even have to, you know, because because honestly, that one review. No one in this town who loves that family like we do and supports them is going to care about that yeah. at all because to us it means nothing. Because we know that it's that ten percent of people that just want to find something wrong. And and hey, maybe maybe what he said is true. Maybe he did go there and it said they were open, but but the guy you know, but the owner said they were closed. And it's like it's like you know, apparently they had something to do. They were doing. Um, you know, they have a food truck and I guess they got called to go somewhere to do something else, you know, to help, yeah. a, to help a friend. Yep, and yep. so, you know, and so they, they closed up early or something and, you know, some people just got to realize, Hey, just go back, you know, come back another time, give it another day, you know? Yeah. I mean, give it, for, a, give it a rest for a new business. It's <laughs> tough because, you know, you're trying to make a name for yourself. So do you, you don't want to really get in that bad reputation or some, nope. or get into a uh, social media war with people. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I get, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to have to put up with it. You know what I mean? Like you can have a gripe against the business all you want. You don't have to come into my business and like what I do. Right. Right. You can find any type of reason you want not to like it. And that's respectable, but you don't have to bash me. Right. We're not, you don't have to use hate terms or curses or foul mm -hmm. language or yeah. disrespect us or bash me and my employees because right. you don't like the way we do things. That's, that's, 
that's what my six-year-old does. Right. That's what a child does. Yeah. Right. A mature adult should act like a mature adult yeah. and express it in a way that you want to express it. You want yeah. to sit down and talk, sit down and talk. You want to write something. You, you know, you could write, hey, man, went to the dew drop. You know, it wasn't my type of place. I never, you know, they, they cooked the wings a little more than I would like my wings cooked, blah, sure. blah, blah. Th- that's cool. That, that's, a respe- that's a response. That's a, uh, a review or a remark that's respectable because I wish that I could make you happy the way you want it. But unfortunately, this is the way we do things, you know? Right. But when you write a comment like, you know, you want to make things up and lie about us and bash us and call us names and, like I said, use hate and everything because we didn't let you get away with you wanted to get away with, you know, because you didn't have ID on you or because we cut you off or we won't let you mix flavors amongst, you know, a large amount. Of, you know, we don't, we do one flavor per increment. You know, people will flip out because I don't let them use five different flavors on 18 wings. We don't do things like that. And if you don't like that, that's cool. But that doesn't mean we're bad people. And how you many shouldn't fl- attack it for And us. how many flavors do you guys have? 126 those? right now. <laughs> for and those listening. Right now? You're going more? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm added. By the end of the year, I'm going to add. I already have six or seven, like, jumping on the menu. But I'm, gonna, I'm still working on some stuff. So I'll probably have about 10, 15 more Jeez. by the end of and the year. And what are some pretty crazy ones that people go, wow, that's crazy? Or is it just most of them? I mean, every wing is just kind of crazy to me there now. You know what I mean? I mean, everyone loves... I mean, it, well, the peanut butter and jelly always popular, but they're not so crazy anymore because everybody's doing them. So but. you just recently had a patron uh, not too long ago at Do Drop In. I okay. had him. He was a guest on the show uh, this season. He was okay. um, he was my second guest of the season, uh, and he's the commissioner of uh, revenue services. Oh yes, yes, Mr. Mark Bowen. Yes, he and was with the uh, with Zeke, the mayor, and they he were told over. me on the show. He goes, you know what? I actually recently went to the Dew Drop Inn, had peanut butter jelly wings, and I was like, what did you think? He goes, honestly, pretty good. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, okay, yeah, yeah. interesting. So I, I told him, I said, well. You know, it's funny you say that because the, you know, the, the owner's going to come on the show this season. And he's like, oh, awesome. You know, tell him I said I, I loved his wings. And I yeah. was like, I will. So, yeah, they showed up. They're, they're doing the whole work in Derby and he had showed up or there whatever. You go. So I, I got to. Now so. we got to get Mark Bowen to come to JJ Stacks. I mean, it's not like he lives far. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, that's right. It's not over. like he lives far. <laughs> got him in Derby. I'm but talking to you, Mark. To come on, Mark. He listens yeah. every now and then. I'm a big so. fan, too, man. Politi- that's what politicians, these people, they, they listen every once in a while. That's his job. It's the only, yeah. That's the worst job than doing what I do, being a politician <laughs> this day and age. You kidding me? Yeah. Oh, oh. my gosh. But uh, and then what are some what are some other uh, interesting flavors you guys that you you think maybe are a little? I wish I could jump in here and answer for him, but every time I go, I I don't even order. I know I choose. I I pick the ones you want to do. I can't even help here. I pick the ones. I mean, I love them all. I mean, we do the pink peppercorn lemon curd. Yeah, that one's really good. That was almost like a chicken franchise wing. it was. It's very unique. Oh, really? Even better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like a lemon curd top with peppercorn on yeah, it. Oh, that was really stop it. It's very one. unique and very yeah, good. That very I was a big good fan sweet. Of. If you like sweet, it's yeah, really nice. Yeah, you kidding me? Yeah, it's really oh, nice. I had nuts. to order last time I went because you weren't there, but I, I don't remember what I ordered, honestly. Yeah, I, next time I you're there, let me know. And I'll swing. I, I want to swing by. Anytime, man. I feel and, bad uh, because there's so many other wing spots I need to try, but I know I'm going to enjoy it when I go there. Well, I used to go to Archie Moore's a lot with my dad. Right around the corner. Right around the corner, but now they're gone. So Yeah. I'll tell you what, there was Archie Moore's around. There's a few of them, yeah. Derby, when I was there, they just left. friends with the Moore's? No, I'm not friends with the Moors. I do know the owner of the building that they were renting, okay. uh, Mike. But uh, yeah, there was one in Fairfield. For, there's a, a, for a, a, you know, more of a commercial 
type of place. Their wings, were, you know, they were fine. They man. sell their sauce and it's the store. Yeah. Are you going to sell all your 126 sauces? No, man. I, I, I've been thinking about that for years, but <laughs> I highly doubt it. I'm thinking it. about jarring a couple of my more popular ones and just selling them at the restaurant. Imagine I'm an aisle about it, where but... it's just a section dedicated to all your sauces from the dew drop. And it's just okay, have you not been in there? Then. There's not that much space. <laughs> I've, listen, You'd have I, to expand the building. I know. I've talked to other guys. I'm not going to say who other places that do that. And they're like, yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, it's, right. it's not really. Right. It's not. It's not that it's not worth. It. It's not really worth it, but it's nothing great. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. But you always, as a business owner, and you're, you know, we we were just saying like you're always looking to try to maybe do something more. You know, unfortunately, right. this day and age, it's hard just to do with the one thing what you're doing. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? Especially for me, like when I bought the do job, it was just me, and then my wife. Now it's my wife, you know, and she bought in. She actually bought out my partner as far as the business years ago, and then now I have my daughter. You know what I mean? Like so, like it's 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 different. So you're, you're always looking for the next thing. What's next? How, Who's your biggest competition right now in the in the the Connecticut? Because I know the Connecticut Magazine. You guys usually win Best Wing, but who who usually comes second? Is it? I always hear about Jay Timothy's and well s- sliders. I, mean, I don't really use the word competition to be honest with you, Jeff. <laughs> well, no, I'm I'm and joking around. I'm not around. saying that to be greedy because I'm joking around. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, I, I always say like you know I support everybody and I love no, of course support of course. especially the people that do the same thing as me. But yeah, I mean like honestly. Jay Tim's is always mentioned up there. You yeah. know what I mean? As far as a great place. And, Are they uh, the ones where they have, it's like in a bucket and they flip it out? And uh, they, I think so, yeah. I've only yeah. been there once. I, I know Tim, but I've only been to his place once. I think so. they do that double fried wing, don't My they? My dad tells me it's good. That, what, yeah. that, that dirt wing or whatever, the isn't d- that them? Is they, it? They sauce it, then fry it, then sauce it Yeah, they again. double fried, I believe. Yeah. I'm not Ooh. sure how to oh, do man. it exactly. I'm actually going to meet Tim actually soon. We're going to talk. Actually, my dad's favorite place to get wings because he loves the wing addicts. He follows them on YouTube. Yeah. And he's like, you're friends with them? I'm <laughs> like, they're just I'm like, they're just a bunch of cool dudes. Yeah, they're yeah. just a bunch of local dudes. But he loves CJ Sparrows. I've never been there. And uh, Cheshire because he lives right down the street. Okay. And um, that's a their wings are tremendous. Yeah. Just, I, think, I think the pretty, guys just did a piece on them like this, this week or, or last week. What was that? I think the guys just did a YouTube video on them. Yeah, they were just there. Rel- they did a relapse episode there. And um, yeah, their wings are they're think, great. It's like you said before. I mean, And it's named after Captain game. Jack Sparrow, too, the restaurant. Is it? That's what yeah, I was thinking. CJ Sparrow, which the, is kind of The cool. wing game is just like... It's immense right now in Connecticut. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like the Dewdrop used to stand out. It doesn't stand out anymore. Mm, you because guys still stand out. Every, we still stand out, but everyone does things now. Like we're not, I'm glad because, you know, it's great to see all these other places like Joe's, the Stacks, and, you know, J. Tim's doesn't have too many flavors. You know, they're a little more simple, but all these places, and I, when you're on the Wing Axe page, you see all these new flavors coming out. And this is what t- places are doing now. I think the Dewdrop brought wings to the forefront, like to people. Like, no, you can, you know, make chicken wings at dinner, you know what yeah. I mean? And take your family out to them and eat yep. yourself. It's not just something you eat on. Where we grew up, chicken wings was for Monday Night Football and football on Sundays and Super Bowl. That was it. You know, the dude drop took it to like, no, you could eat wings any day of the week, seven days well, a week. Well, don't you and have you dessert? could put a million things. Don't you have I dessert? got dessert wings. I got bacon on wings. Yeah. Got it all. Well, wait, you know tell, what I mean? Well, wait, tell me about the dessert wings. Uh, well, what do we got? We got the s'mores. We've got <laughs> Nutella. We've got Reese's Pieces. I mean, we do it all. Stop. I got uh, oh what, what do we got? Have got your wings, Mississippi desserts. mud. I got the Mississippi mud pie now. I have the Black Forest, which is you know the the black cherries on top of the chocolate. Jeez. We melt down the chocolate ourselves and put the black cherries on it. Can you think of a place? I was thinking of this last night because I knew we were coming on, and I was thinking of like stuff we were going to talk about and how like you know just just. Bullshit and bouncing places off. We've named like 10 places. Can you think of more than one place when we were kids that you would go get wings? No. What was the place? Uh, the only There was only two places there. Was I can think the, of one. 
Well, can- we used to go to the we used to go to the ground round in New York. Yeah, but that was it. Like candlelight was wet. candlelight. You were going to the candlelight. Candlelight in. They're still around. They're, They're still around. They've. I haven't been there for years, but uh, they bought it. the next place over yeah. from what I hear. Yeah, yeah. they put a, they put a new they got yeah. like a takeout cash kitchen only. in the yeah. room upstairs. Cash only. Cash yeah. only. Are they cash only? Bro, really? I, I swear to God, you could still go in there. I would go in there at two o'clock on Tuesday in the morning on Tuesday night. And there'd be a wait for a table. Always. Like, oh, that me? place is always. That place was. That is your. But yeah, like, that's man. really like. Where else did we go? Like, I never. We never went for when. Yeah, wings like at the I bar. Said, like we you was, said, football. We would go, go to watch football Monday night wings. football. We go to the ground round. On, um, there was no like wing places. No. Other than candlelight. No. No. I think, well, the penny a penny the, a pound. The food we industry. Lose out on that deal now. The food industry has changed itself. Oh my right? god. Immensely. The food. The bar. Immensely. The restaurant industry has changed itself. A bar like the Dewdrop was your old typical bar. A bar was a bar where you drank and you drank. You know, you got sloshed up and yep. you, you know, got out of here and you crashed your car into a fucking telephone pole. <laughs> that was a bar. A bar now is completely different. Ah, now craft people beer, come, craft it's cocktails, craft beer, and they don't. <laughs> guys are smoking ice cubes. Yeah, like, it's like, different. You know, people come. It's weird, but people come more to eat than they do drink now. Jeff Jeff posted a drink on his Instagram a few months ago, like a flower in the ice cube. I'm like, what's yeah. going on? There was here? a it was a like, rose. What's happening? I, actually, like, why is there a flower a in the rose. ice cube? It was a rose. That's a flower. Oh, it was a rose. It's a flower. Is a rose a flower? Well, yeah, but you so know, then why do you have to just being a little more bougie? Correct about me it. when I'm already right. Yeah. Well, I'm just being I'm being a little more bougie boy, about oh, it. Boy, and that's okay. Listen, that's okay <laughs> because that's cool. The thing is though, now like you know, like I'll get a group of four people and they'll eat, you know. And years ago, those four people would come in and they would have a beer every 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And a shot. At Bob, right behind it. Yep. Where yeah. now it's a little different. It's it's a more social event. It's a more safer event too, by yeah. the way, which I love. Yep. You know, they come in, they eat, they have a couple of drinks, maybe two, maybe three at the most, and then it's time to go, which is fantastic. You know, it saves me a lot of stress. Yeah. It saves me a lot of aggravation. But again, it's just a different type of atmosphere. Yeah, so I think food, you have to you have to be creative with your food. You have to be different. You have Absolutely. to be good with it. You have to be. People don't mind. You know what I mean. Nobody cares anybody about walking into the bar and paying a good price for something yep. as long as they get and a good product in return. Man, when so, we were kids, there, there was that beer was Bud Light, and it was that was it, and that was it. You could drink ten of them, and you Jack were fine. Jack Daniels and a Bud Light. Now, that was now it. You got these eight, nine, ten percent triple IPAs. Yeah, dude. You and know, know what I mean? Imperial like, stouts and yeah, you all know, craft beers. Look, now you order a drink, and it takes it's a twenty minute process to get a cocktail. Yeah, you're forty two. I'm fifty, so we're we're a little older than Jeff, but like you know, when we, I don't know if I done, love that I you didn't just take, grouped us in the same age range. Oh, I know. Like you're, Considerably we older. We didn't take pictures of food, right? No, no, there was no, there was cameras. nothing to write about. There was nothing to look at. Yeah. It was just we went, we ate and drink. We didn't even think about it as yeah. like, wow. To me, going to the bar, like, oh, let's just go to the bar yeah, and have a you know, do drinks. nothing. Now it's you different. Go to the diner at three in the morning. Yeah, that was it. Now it really is. It's it's a it's an event for me. it's a yeah. social event for it's people, big, especially like you know the dude drop. I always said we have like a we have an older crowd. You know what I mean? Which is nice. Um, we're very strict with IDs. I don't let anyone on, in under twenty one unless you're with your parents. So like we get an older older crowd, and it's a very mature crowd, and yeah. it's a different it's it's just a different mentality, a different everything about it. It's social, it's fun, and the way they it's the times have changed, and I think it's great, and I think it's smart for a business to adapt to that. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I'm saying? And the do drop, I've one thing about me is. I've never been afraid of change. I'll tell any business owner, no, you, you cannot be, be afraid of change. Right. You have to be willing to change at the drop of a dime. That's just the way this goes. Yep. Um, and you have to adapt to times, you know, even, and that's what we did through the years, you know, even Nothing's COVID, ever set in even stone. COVID made oh me adapt God. the way I do things. Talk you about know, reinvent, I reinvented everything. Yeah, dude. Talk about we, being forced to adapt. Yeah, absolutely. We've been forced to reinvent the wheel 10 times. You have to, you know, you have to, because those who did are still around and successful and they'll yeah, continue and to be successful. Those who don't, who didn't, they're gone already. Yeah. 
I'm glad you mentioned COVID. Uh, I was because I was going to ask you, you know, how did you get through that? You know, being someone who has owned your establishment for as long as you have since 06, you know, then COVID comes along. Um, were there any moments where you were a little concerned about things or were you just riding the wave like everyone else and just kind of got through the best you could? And sort of how did COVID affect you drop and how did, you know, what worked for you and what didn't? Obviously, it sucked. You know, like you don't want yeah. to shut your doors and you don't want to start doing, you know, half the business that you were doing and none of the business you were doing, especially in the beginning. So the PPP loans definitely helped out a lot. Um, the PPP loans were nice because they were able to key, give my employees, keep them going, give them a check, you know what I mean? They able to keep my bills going. I didn't make any money, but at least I didn't have to close my doors, you know right. what I mean? And it, I think that the adjustment for, like the biggest adjustment for us was to goes, you know what I mean? Like to goes before COVID was just, you know, you know, fast food. No one ever thought about going to your favorite bars or restaurants to pick up food to bring home pizza for dinner. Chinese. Exactly. Pizza, Chinese, you know, fast food. And I think, you know, smart places like the Dewdrop, we said, all right, let's do this to go and let's see how it goes. You know, and we have such a loyal support system with our customers that, you know, we were able to stay afloat the entire time. Did we make what we wanted to make? No, but nobody did. So you're not going to get greedy and angry about it because nobody was doing that. Right. A lot of people still aren't. But we yeah. all, I was, I didn't have to lay off any employees. Um, That's great. I didn't have, we didn't have to worry about being late on our bills, you know what I mean? Things like that. So we were one of the blessed ones. We made the right adjustments to keep it going, whether we opened up outside, whether we stepped up to goes, which we still you know, are concentrating on now. It's a big part of our business now is to go. Um, I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, and I do think that the city, uh, especially the city of Derby too, they they changed a lot of the policies when it comes to the, these things. They're a lot more lenient when it comes to things. People picking up, you know, uh, closed alcohol to take from your restaurant now, which you couldn't do before. You know, putting out- Yeah, that out, was really cool. Putting out tents to sit. You couldn't do that before. You oh, know, you needed- Tables and chairs. And chairs. You couldn't, you lots, couldn't yeah. do- Exactly, you couldn't do that. That was a, that was a no. That was, you, if you applied, even asked that, I'm sorry, you can't do that. That's not nothing. Where now, you could do it any anytime. Any place can do it right now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's a lot easier to, to, to go. People now are like, wait, I don't have to go to get I don't have to just eat pizza and Chinese anymore or you know what I mean or go to McDonald's or someone like that I can't go to my favorite restaurant favorite bar and order a good meal for me and my family and I think so uh you know that that, that part worked out very well and I think it's the future of any business you have to adjust to it and be a part of it if you want to you know stay relevant and if you want to increase your revenue and this is something it's one of the things that the Dewdrop did so you know COVID sucked I don't think anybody ever wanted it, but it did change. And I think some of that change is going to make for a better future for this business. Yeah. We'll see. It's that forced adaptation. Yeah. I opened this this restaurant in the middle of COVID. And, and yeah, your, your situation is so different than mine. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, dude, I can't even imagine if I opened up a you place got during COVID. All those PPPs, all those like, and you couldn't even get any of that. I couldn't get anything. Yep. It was just, you know, sink or swim. And thankfully, you know, we're sort of coming out. I don't I want to say we're out of it because the world thinks we're out of it, but guys like us, you know, people in our industry aren't yet because we're still paying that inflation. We're still paying the crazy I, food I, prices. I think the inflation is worse than COVID in my oh honest my God, opinion. Dude, it's crazy. I tell people all the but time, the, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather deal with COVID the than main, inflation. The main reason I am where I am right now is because of the layout of my restaurant. And, you know, Stax has that huge 90-seat deck and I've got, you know, the outdoor mini golf and I've got the quarter acre lawn. We did, we did drive-ins. We did, you know... I was able to fit 90 people outside and have the tables be six feet apart. So we were able to thrive. Yep. The short side of part of that was obviously winter was going to happen. Yeah. And I, I think we thought COVID would be over by the time the winter got there. And we had that second spike and it forced us closed the first year. We never would have survived. Yeah. And even last winter we stayed open, but at a huge deficit. I mean, yeah. 
and I would say 85 to 90% of my business in the winter was takeout. Like there yeah. would have been no surviving without takeout. Absolutely. And I hate to say it, the third party delivery services, which I, if you know me, you know that I absolutely cannot stand them because they're, they're legalized criminals. They're criminals. But without them, I probably wouldn't have survived this winter. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just like, but it's like, a, you, like said, you said, we, we're, we're you know, talking exactly because you didn't want to do that into doing something. Yeah. Like, you didn't want to do that, but you did it. You you know, like, do I really want to do this? But and people are like, well, why don't no. you just hire delivery drivers? And I'm like, well, I can't afford minimum wage. Yeah. You know, I'm open 13 hours a day. Yeah. Like, and nobody wants to, and deliver? nobody's working too. So like, where am I going to get a driver's yeah. and, and then where am I going to get the pay and, you know, and everything else that goes with it? Yeah. Where am I going to get the insurance, the extra insurance money? Where, you know, where's all this going to come from? Yeah. Interesting. You know, and, Another thing is is Derby, that area that you're in, is is quite the place to go. I think a lot of people don't realize that you could probably spend an entire day down there between That's a cool uh, Do yeah. Drop In and Bad Sons and like we were talking about before, Roseland. Roseland's, yeah. yeah. There's and, the hops company on the other side. There's, yep. Do Derby has become the uh, hops company is really something. Yeah. That's an impressive place. Yeah. That's a great little And I feel like a lot of people don't too. know it exists because it's so tucked away back there yeah. behind those big yeah. plazas. Yep, yep. But when I went there, I've only been there once. I need to go there again. But when I went, I remember being like, Where am I? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're in like a you're on like a residential yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's, it's a quite good, something. It's, I don't know. It, Derby's definitely becoming a location for food and beverage, right? Yeah. Everything about it is becoming and food there's and good barbecue over there too. Reeds, there's Reeds barbecue. Did he, did he reopen? Reeds? He, he reopened again. I heard yeah. that, I heard they've that been that having some. I gotta get over there. They've having been some trouble. Yeah. Then they they okay. partnered well, up with um, Liquid Lunch, okay. which is a place out of Shelton. Nice. So they're doing something together over there, but they're still open as nice, far as I know. It was nice to see him because I know I know that COVID was basically forcing their doors shut. Yeah. And yeah, that was a bummer because he does. He's a good dude and he does a really good job. It is. Over there. It is. And that, one of the great things about Derby is a like our our city officials and leaders are definitely working hard to improve the city. You know, like their their goal is to make it a better city. Yeah, because all the buildings were not absolutely, down and they, and they're not doing it to make it. You know, we have Shelton right next to us, and Shelton is. I mean, it looks like a little mini, you know, it's starting to look like a little mini Manhattan over there. Like, and it's, uh, that's great. So I think that Derby's doing it just a way to keep it still a small town, keep it very local. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and build off that, which is awesome. You know yep. what I'm saying? It does. It's got a lot of unique places, you know, like it's, there's only one Dewdrop, There's only one Bad Sons. You know, there's only one Roselands. There's only one Hop Company. Like in this, and these places are all in Derby now. Does it still have that haunted restaurant that's downstairs? Yeah. Oh, Twisted Vine. Twisted Vine. Yeah. yeah they is still that still open? Yeah. yeah, they do tours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're still there. Is it still you can still eat there and everything? Yeah, you can still eat there. They do. Yeah, okay. You know, not to not to cut Dewdrop because I think I make it clear that that's my go-to spot for wings. But there's another great wing spot right in Derby. Also, you got Porky's yeah. across the bridge. Well, Porky's is Shelton. Oh, is that technically Shelton? Yeah, that's I thought Shelton. that was Derby. No, that's a, that's a Derby Shelton you know, bridge. Anything on that okay. side of the bridge is Shelton. Oh, okay, because Paul they, does a good job. Too. I love Porky's. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, Porky's is. I mean, they've been around forever. forever. For Christ's sake, you know what I mean? Like they've been around longer. If just as long as the Dewdrop. Dewdrop's been around longer, but you know That's why they're, I love they're, they're and, your staple, and, and, and it's beautiful. You got the water right there. Oh yeah, yeah it's you a great bridge. Yeah, you it's got a great Yale, area. The Yale Crew. Yeah, this, dude. Uh, and it, location the, is over there. My favorite thing is I hate to say this, I say this all the time, but the best thing about like Derby is people come and they have to leave. <laughs> you know, so there's no congestion. <laughs> you know, right? There's no lingering. There's no congestion. <laughs> just get out. So they just come in, come here. in, they have fun, and then they go home, and they and they can't like you know a lot of those That's places crazy. are congested now because they live. You know, they're filled with so many people and so. 
so many businesses. It's crazy. Where Dewdrop, yeah. they, they're doing it in a manner where it's just, it's nice. People come and they have to go. And that's that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's awesome. It's not interfering with the residents. It's not interfering with the other businesses. It's not interfering with anything right now. Um, I hope it stays that way. And I'm sure as we build, it'll get a little more clustered, yeah. a little more crazy. But I think they're not doing anything so crazy that it's going to make a dramatic difference where all of a sudden we're going to be like, oh, what the heck happened to Derby? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so I think the ideas are doing it good. I think this administration has has a, a good vision of it. I think the, even the administrations before had an, a good vision and hopefully the ones after you know, continue to do it. What about that other restaurant right across the bridge on the water? Across the bridge on the water. Wait, Which one? Riverwalk or whatever it it's is? It's called like something rock or like... Oh, Balder. I know um, what he's talking about. Across um, the bridge, yeah, freestanding on a corner there. Free Home standing. Depot, across the across that, like if you're heading towards the Hops Company, uh, on the left, the river, on the left, yeah, River Rock, River Rock, no, is that what it is? I think it's River Rock, River yeah. Rock, or no, something. Yeah. River yeah. View, and then or, there's a, another one, or River Walk, or something. No, River, river Walk, show, yeah, like River Walk Social is the old Archie Morris. Yeah, and then there's one, and there's like a freestanding building on a corner. Is that what it is? River Rock. Yeah, it's not really. What do you mean by freestanding? Like it's the building is just a restaurant. Yeah, it's just a restaurant. Yes, there's not like yeah, it's not a building. that's the River Rock. Uh, tavern. They've been there for a while, man. Yeah. yeah. They've been there for a while, man. You know, yeah. they, they do what they do there. And people, they're down you know, the block that's from Reeds. Style. They're down the block from Reeds. Uh, yes. yes. They're right. You would like yeah, yeah. turn right at them if you want yeah. to go to Reeds. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, they've been there for a while and they have their great local following. You know what I mean? They do their thing over there. So. Yeah. And you got McDonald's and Wendy's and they're yeah. killing it, man. They're doing I it. I can't take it. There's something, even, I, love don't, about, don't something I love about, something I love about Jay. Start. I think this is why me and Jay hit it off from the beginning. I'm messing. Jay. And I'm very much the same way. Jay is like an industry guy. Like he didn't come up through this industry, but you could tell he loves the industry. He's like all about supporting. Like there's no competition. He supports. Right. Porky's yeah. is four minutes away, and they're they're talked about as big. But you know, you, you know, like, and, and I'm the same way. Like I won't. There's places I like, and there's places I don't like. Right. And I'll build up. Like I talk about Dewdrop all the time. I send people to Dewdrop. I say let's meet. Let's meet there. Let's go get wings. And there's places I don't like, and and I just don't say it. Like yeah. like as kids, if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say anything. Right. Like Jay's like there's you know, nothing. There's, like, listen, off, you, from minute one, I felt comfortable talking to Jay, and, like getting advice and picking his brain. Like I never felt like he was going to steer me wrong or. or you know. And it's great because I, I tell people when I first bought, you know, the restaurant business almost did it to itself because it's so cutthroat, and we treat each other years worst, ago man. with such disrespect. Everyone's always trying to, everyone's trying to knock each other out. They think years ago it was like, oh, I'm going to charge cheaper beer so I could take away their customers, and I could, and like it, it was like that when I first bought the yeah. Dewdrop. That was the restaurant business, and I there's think still owners like people, that, man, unfortunately, yeah, still and people like viewed it like that. Customers would view it like that, and it never got the respect that it should. Um, and the restaurant bar business is the most unsuccessful business in the world, and there's a reason for it because it's one of the, if not the most difficult business in the world to maintain yep. and to run and establish. And you know, when I came into the Dewdrop, I was like, no, I don't want to compete with you. I want to support. I want the the better you do, the better I do, because that means that more people are coming into the area. People never get and the that more way. people talk about each other, the more we talk. Like, I don't want to compete with Joe and JJ Stackmans. I want to support them because, like he said, like me, when people ask me, hey, I'm in this area, where can you go? Go to JJ Stacks. When he talks, go to go to go to go to Dewdrop. We support each other the way it should be. It's the way it should um, be. And I think that yeah, like I was one of the first guys around. Like yo, you know, what are, what are you guys doing? Like, let's we're in this together. You know, let's talk. Let's oh, over ideas. Now, whatever. Especially now more than ever. Oh, out yeah, in the last two years, like this industry really needs to pull itself together and really so, needs to stop competing and start supporting everybody. Like this industry yeah. needs. I, I think there's support a, from within. Yeah, it's this. Business is very volatile, you know what it's, I mean? And like when and when you're on the low end of that and, and and struggling and losing money, you tend to make 
very rash, harsh, and foolish decisions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, in, in some aspects, I understand it. You know what I'm saying? But even when I was at my worst, I refused to act that way. I refused to make those decisions or talk bad about places. Like, I lost money for the do job for the first five years. After five years, I was, you know, almost $200,000 in debt. Um, and, like, I didn't go around bashing other places, though. I was... It looks bad I was for in you. debt forget, because forget how it, it looks yeah, bad for you. I was in debt because of the mistakes I made and the foolish decisions I made, not because some other place was. So, like, you know, I never did that. I don't know why some other places want to do that. They feel like talking about other businesses is a way to get people to bring them, you know, them. But I, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it should never be that way. So, how I'm are things? Now, how are things now? Better. I feel like there are a lot more owners that are involved in supporting each other than ever before. I mean, we t- we talk about, and then we got this page alone. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, so you I saw a post I made the other Nancy. day, right? Where are the owners? I want to go. Yeah, I want to yeah. go support you, you know, guys. Na- Nancy. I love and Mark. you, but I need to go to, I need yeah, to go somewhere sure. else at some point. But you talk about Nancy <laughs> and Mark from Groggy. You know, the Groggy. I get up there, they're man. always they're always on there. I got We're get up on there. there. There's other bit you know, supporting each other. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's what that's the way it should be. Have you, you know, been there? My employees have been with a grog yeah. yeah. Went up there. My employees have been there. You know what I mean? I like check that after they out, heard man. that I went there, like that's what it's about. I don't not you know what I mean? Like I'm we're there to support each other. We should. You know, yeah. there's plenty we for should. all of us. You know what I mean? Help Regardless. each other, learn from each other, oh, teach absolutely, each other. man. And whenever new restaurants open, I I, I go introduce myself. So, yeah, I'm down the block. Anything you need. Yeah. The guy opened the deli across the street from me. He's a great dude. He's got zero restaurant experience. I told him I said listen anything you need I've been in this industry my entire life. I said I don't know everything. But anything you need, if I can give you advice, if I can help you, call yeah. me. My door is open. You know, come ask. Yeah. yeah, you got owners. I just I did that to a restaurant when I was in Richfield, and the guy basically like laughed at me. And I'm like, all right, bro, you're just opening your first restaurant. I'm just trying to be helpful, man. You yeah. don't need you don't need to ask me. I'm just saying I'm here. If you need yeah. anything, you need to borrow. You know, I'm here. And the guy gave me an attitude. I'm like, all right, let's have fun. Yeah, I hear in Newtown a lot of. Uh uh, employees and staff of a lot of restaurants uh, go around and support yeah, all the other town restaurants in Newtown. That's a great town for that. I see a lot of a lot of lot of people who work at my place at Good Old Days. A lot of people who work at Good Old Days at my place or or at Antoinette's with, with Gary Five Boys. Oh, and, that's the best. And that usually the gold, man. Gary Five Boys, yeah, usually uh, he's open late on the weekends, and when people get out of the restaurants in Newtown, he's still cranking until like one two in the morning, which I think is the only place in Newtown that's open that late. Mm-hmm. Uh, no joke. So everyone knows to just leave and just go to. To, to his place so um late at night at that spot it's literally like all the all the you know all the people like killing industry, it for all right? the yeah. all the uh you know dope but restaurants in town so what me and jay were just talking about breeds that you know he supports everybody he talks great about every restaurant he's an industry guy and he goes yeah. everywhere he tries everyone's food he posts the facebook pictures he posts the great reviews he builds everyone up it makes you want to go like i want to go to yeah. do drop i want to go to Antoinette's. I want to go to Uncle Matt's because these guys, not only do they put out a great product, but they're the industry, they're the industry guys I want to be affiliated with. I want yeah. to go to Taproot because Jeff is an industry guy. Like he yeah. supports everybody. He doesn't, and he, he doesn't ever, and we all know how I feel about Jeff. I think he's a genius. Yeah. He doesn't dog anybody. He just does his thing and he does his, you know, and he does a great job. Yeah. You know, Jeff supports everybody. He goes and tries and he talks good about everybody. You never see him dogging anyone. You never see Jay dog. You never see Gary dog anyone. Everybody, they're right. just building up the industry. And How late is do drop open? We we close right now uh, eleven to between eleven and eleven thirty during the week. Oh, I told you it's fifty on the weekends. Man. Yeah, and the weekends we always stay open to twelve twelve thirty. If we're if we have a good crowd, we'll you know we'll stay open. But I guess cool. I don't I don't really have that typical late night bar crowd. You know what I'm saying? Do you have so. like a set time your kitchen closes over there? Like yeah. is the kitchen done at eleven period? Yeah. But you'll let people hang and drink still. Yep. 
Yeah. Nice. Kitchen closes at 11 every night. I've never been cool. up there late. I'm always there at like 11 in the morning. Yeah, no, I don't want th- I'm <laughs> like, I, I walk in, the, the guys I are still mopping. Di- I call it the diner crowd, which is what I don't want. Yeah. <laughs> do. You know, I can't do, you know, I don't want. Um, uh, but we get cranky as we get older. drunks coming in and wanting to eat food and throwing up all over the yeah, place. You, I don't want to do it. You know, it's funny about that. There's a diner in Danbury on White Street, 123 White Street, and uh, uh, Holiday Diner owned by George Serafagas. He's like a legend over there. And he came on the podcast and I asked him, because they close at, I think, 9. And I said, you know, your diner, you close at 9. And he, he said, yeah, because I was getting people uh, oh, I coming in, getting, yeah. coming in yeah. uh, drunk from, like, you know, back when they had Tuxedo Junction. We, we, were, know, those, we were those people where we grew up. We were there in Danbury. And he's just like, and it was bad. And yeah. he goes, and there were fights. And there were, I had cops would come. And he goes, I just don't need that stress and headache in my life. They, and, same, the Derby was saying, right? I believe the Valley like, Diner did the same thing. They just got yeah. so sick that they closed at like 11 o'clock. And, what, was, what was your yeah. diner on Fleetwood? Mine was, mine was Raceway on, Yonk, on Yonkers Ave. What was that diner across the street over there on Fleetwood Ave? Oh, yeah. Um, you definitely spent uh, say like 3 a.m. Was nights. it Apollo? Athena's. Athena's, yeah. Athena's. How I've many, many 4.30 a.m. eggs did you have in that place? At Athena's at 4, 4.30, the entire town oh. was in there, believe me. Yeah, same with Raceway. You walk to the Raceway at 4.35 in the morning, it's packed, Yeah. The Blue Colony Diner in Newtown. I've been there many times. Many yeah, but they closed early too. I left Antoinette's a couple of weeks ago hanging with Gary and I was starving. They're and not I, 24 hours anymore? No, man. I, I, oh, they were always when I was. I caught them like three <laughs> yeah. minutes before they were closed. And I was like, I'm not going to make these guys. Oh, cook wow. For they, me at, at, wow. They closed down now. Yeah, Interesting. man. 24-hour diner is like a, it's, it's a thing of the past. I think uh, I'm surprised. Elmer's is still 24 hours Wow, down in, in Danbury. That's yeah, the only that, one I know That's tough, here. man. Like I said, it's a different crowd at, but you can't at get that staff. time of night, no matter what. You, you get the crowd. You can't get staff. Who's waiting table? You can't get waiters uh, and cooks even at, if you at do, 3 in the you, afternoon. Even if you get them, do you want to deal with that? You know what I mean? Like, who wants to deal with that? <laughs> well, like I said, you know, man, let's we're be old. Real. There's only oh, so much money you want to make, you know what I mean, when you have to, if you're dealing with a, if you're dealing with a lot of, you know, people coming in drunk and they're getting violent and they're getting crazy and they're breaking getting stuff. Sick. Who they're cares? Right you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you want that business? You don't want the business, man. Nah, it's not worth the penny. There's no penny worth dealing with that stuff. You know, I don't care. I mean, some people have the patience for it. And good for them. You know, I, I don't. And know, speaking, speaking of diners, uh, just recently, a diner in Southbury, Connecticut was ranked um, on, on some, I forget what the publication was, one of the, uh, the best diner in, in, in Connecticut. Was it that diner next to the uh, auto uh, body shop or whatever? Laurel, Laurel's Diner. Yeah, yeah Laurel's it's like Diner. Yeah, it's next to uh, Willie's Automotive. It's, it's small. It's I've about like the really size of my diner. apartment, but I hear they're doing some incredible yeah, stuff. And that's always the best one. The one always. that's the, the whole, the whole yeah, zone, yeah. Holes, let's do and job. it looks do like it was a hole in the wall still in a lot of ways it, is and, and laurels has that like it, it looks like a little tiny yeah, old like school old diner school, from like yeah. back in the day like oh my yeah. god and i haven't been i've heard amazing things like i gotta get over there and try it but yeah oh my gosh those usually are the best ones because you know the owners like ourselves like me like joe Present, they're there yeah. they're working and they they have a lot of pride in their work you know what i'm saying so well, my favorite diner's in Maine. It's in uh, oh yeah, what you it's say? in Waldeboro, Maine. Uh, no, no, it's in Waldeboro, Maine. It's called Moody's Diner. Mo- oh, Moody's. Yeah, I've been to Moody's. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that is my Moody's favorite. Moody's is classic up there. Are you kidding me? Oh my god, my yeah, my grandparents. Yeah, my my dad's side of the family lived ten minutes from there. Okay. My whole childhood growing up until about like I don't know six seven years ago when they moved okay. to Georgia, and we went every breakfast when I visit them. They you know anytime I visit them, every you know they make the homemade donuts. They yeah. got the Oh my God! They do a bacon, egg, and cheese on a grilled English muffin, and like yeah. oh my, my wife's God. family it seems has simple, a, but it's just the love oh, and care that goes into it. It's yeah, my, my wife's family's in. Um, they have a cottage right off Lake Demerscada. Oh no, so, no way! Yeah, so we would. We had a boat on Lake Demerscada. Yeah, 
Yeah, no so we go right out. We would go to every time we go up there, we go to Moody's at least once. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Denver Scott is awesome. King yeah. Eider's Pub. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. They just they, sold. They did. They did. Oh, yeah. my God. I, I've actually never, I don't think I've met anyone yet. Yeah, who they sold. They, I had yeah. on the show who's. I, who knows about King Yeah, Eiders. King Eiders wow. is awesome. Oh the my God. It's crazy, they have the right? best oysters in the, on the yeah. planet Earth. Yeah, they just sold, the owner sold, and I guess the two I saw that. guys were, were cooks there at some point or okay. were or whatever. So cool. yeah, oh, King Eiders, yeah, that's, that's Oh, that's uh, so cool. I know someone, uh, you know, you go to Rennie's, you yeah. walk down the street, you do the whole, that's a, such yeah. a, it's such a, you know, not it's to great. Be, I'm excited this year because we used to go every year, me and my wife and her families, and we'd meet up, but yeah. you know, COVID changed things. So my we took my daughter once, but she was only three. So this yeah. is the first year that she's going to be, well, she'll be six, but you know, it's all, I'm excited to take it to the little towns and everything and show her everything. Denver Scott is so nice. Denver Scott is beautiful. I would, nice I would live there. Yeah. Where, live where there are we right now? Seconds. Maine? Maine, yeah. <laughs> Never been. I've been to oh, Maine. Maine nah, is I think just, Mass is the farthest up I've it's, gone. It's a it's a great getaway. Maine is Rhode Maine Island. Gorgeous. Great getaway. I don't know man. what's further. Rhode Island or Matt. I don't even know. Maine is so peaceful. No. Like you don't know any like you don't know where any town is in Connecticut. I have no idea. Like north, like whatever, west, east, or like the New England states. Yeah. I got no clue. I don't know what's far away. I don't it's, know it's what a, borders it, what. It's 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 like a throwback. Of an old American, you know, state city. State oh, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's hasn't a quite typical, found yeah, charming it, New England it, yeah, town. Yeah, it's yeah. just like exactly like the modern era hasn't really. It's touched it, but just in such a slight way. Yeah. It's not really. It's and, not too noticeable. And every single town off the highway I is the same that, thing. Like same you, thing. You go to Rockland, it's the same. Yeah, you go to Camden, that. Camden is beautiful. Mount Batty. I just said oh, I love it the, out uh, there. It's Poconos, incredible. I was in the Poconos last weekend, and, and okay. oh, the Poconos, it's, it's, it's got its little pockets of modernization, yeah. but <laughs> you still got these little like streets of like you could tell the sign is like eighty years yeah. old, you know, and it's yeah. like it's like a spinning old white, like it's it used to be white, but now it's like cream. Yeah, that, that's that, like, me. It, that's awesome. That, it's I, I love yeah, like, they, that old school Americana. Know, it is. It is, and it's it's uh it's like I say, it's a great. Uh, it's a getaway. Lobster's it's my nice favorite. Food. I gotta, I gotta oh, try yeah. to take the kids. The lobster, the blueberries up there. My God, my gotta, favorite thing in Maine, no, no crap, is the blueberry milk. Not that they the only place milk? to make it, but blueberry milk from the farms up in Maine. Yeah. Holy what is blueberry cow. like? Yeah. Chocolate milk, but with blueberries. Yeah, blueberry milk. Yeah. Yeah, tremendous. Right. That's so good. I gotta take the kids. So good. <laughs> what do you do? You got like an Airbnb or like? A... No, my wife's family has a cottage right off the gotcha. lake, so we always we go there once a year. We're going in August in a couple weeks with maybe next summer our cousins and everything like that. It's great. Lobster rolls, steamers. I'm all set. It's simple, and that's all it is. The thing about Maine is it's simple. Yeah, you're not. It's not a tourist attraction in the sense of like you're not going to really go parks and rides and this. You're you're going to be cooking and grilling every night. Yeah, we're on a you're beach. Go to these little towns. Or at go the water. To the, you're on the water. You're yeah, on the beach, the rocks, wherever yeah. you want to go. Yeah, and it's just like I said, it's a getaway. It's not really like a fishing. Vacation. Fish, so I don't. We don't call it a vacation. You know what I mean? Because yeah. maybe vacation is something different. This is more just all right. Let's let's go out for five six days and like let's enjoy the water yeah. and let's just walk out and, and grill steaks every night and cook breakfast every morning. You guys got me so rent a little town. Yeah, rent a shit. kayak. Yeah. yeah, rent a kayak. Eat on Demillos in Portland. You know what I mean? Like it really is, and it's it's. Uh, I'm gonna check this out. Nice you guys got place. me sold on this. Sounds like a great weekend. Well, Portland Maine's tremendous. I recommend Portland Maine to anyone. Oh, and is that where yeah, Maine Brewery it's is? One of the best places to go. Is Maine Brewery near Portland? Which one? Uh, Maine Brewing Company? Is Maine in Portland? I know, I know Sebago's in Portland. No, Maine Brewing is in Freeport. Maine in, Are they close? Okay. Maine's big, right? Maine's yeah, so, huge. so oh. uh, Maine Brewing is in Freeport, right across the street from where the L.L. Bean World Headquarters oh, okay. is. Yeah. You, so been, you, you never you should you go, there. go to the L.L. Bean. Holy well, I've never cow. even been to Maine. Forget Oof. L.L. Bean. Oh, so you've been to the shops there yeah. in Freeport? Oh, yeah. That's that's a wild place. Yeah. That's a wild place. And then Maine Beer, you could walk right to it. It's right 
right yeah. down the street. I gotta check this out, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, plan. Maine I'm gonna plan a trip next year. Portland is Tremendous. like the more modernized. Yeah, I don't uh, want that. Place I want that. I want. But you, the yeah, but it's still Americana. good. It's all. It's all like you love Portland because like it's not like modernized. Burger, like like not that you're thinking. Like it's it, lots of tons. Like you got the main road, which is right off the port, and everything. It's some it's of all the streets food, are some shopping, of the streets are but cobblestone. But the streets are cobblestone in the back behind it. It's all cobblestone. You say all cobblestone sizes. They got the best donut shops and the best little shops. You wouldn't think you were in Maine. You wouldn't think you were in the United States being in Portland. It's weird. Like you feel like you're in like I don't know, like a shore town. Yeah, I don't know what you would feel. But that's weird. That's the the spirit of Portland, right? Like you could just be blindfolded and dropped off there. You you like you wouldn't have any idea where you are. Like literally, you would feel comfortable and enjoy. Yeah. yeah, you'll I'm be in your car, and next thing really you know, like it's legit. like because yeah. you're going over the cobblestones. Like it's, it's terrible on your suspension. Yeah, I'll rent the car. <laughs> but it's great, and they have a, a yacht in the marina called Demillos, and it's a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, and, and you can eat on it. And it's pretty, huh. pretty. It's quite something. It is. I'm looking into this, man. You so guys got me. You guys got would, me excited. Uh, about I mean, it's like I mean, it's a tourist attraction. You got to try it once. Look, every it's like a little townsy town, right? So every town you go to has this this. It's one little area that's filled with these shops and yeah, pl- little things that the kids can do and and food and everything and you know you could kill like a whole day there just walking around. And My buddy has an oyster people. farm. We should just perfect. go. Let's all go. Go to his yeah. oyster farm. Eat oysters. Trip. Go to Portland. Uncle Jeff. Yeah, let's do it. Family trip. Yeah. Uncle Jeff. But um, and then uh, when you go to Portland, try to go to High Roller Lobster Co. Uh, okay. My buddy, uh, my buddy works there, and he says. Uh, it's quite something. And in fact, they do, do you have to be a high roller to get in. Because they <laughs> well, you got to get there early because, you know, there's a, a long wait. It's, it's very popular. But that's, for why, brunch, that's why I go to do drop it. They do a lot of crazy things for, for brunch. But one thing they do is they make a um, they make a small donut uh, out of lobster meat. Ooh. Huh. So it's like so, it, you know, it, it looks like a, you know, like a glazed donut. But the inside is filled with lobster meat. And so it's like oh, fried nice. and everything. Like, yeah. And they, no they do that for brunch. And oh, that sounds nice. And I was like, OK, I, try that. I guess, uh, guess I'll be, uh, yeah. be heading over. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that's good. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That sounds amazing. And they make sandwiches out of it. So they'll make a bigger one and they'll sandwich it in between like more lobster. Or, yeah. Yeah. So you get this lobster stuffed donut. They, so they started as a cart. They were they were a cart outside uh, outside of one of the government buildings in Portland, Maine, f- four or five years ago, and I followed them on Instagram. And uh, what they were doing was is they were taking cheese, um, frying it on on both sides, and then folding it to make a, uh, a like a taco out yep. of it. And then they were filling that taco with lobster, lettuce, a special sauce, tomatoes, stuff like that. And they were selling these lobster tacos. The travel someone from the Travel Channel found them. Did a little piece on them. Next they, thing you know, people from all over the world are coming to Portland to try this. They're blowing up. They're getting multiple carts. Now they got a bunch of cart, cart here, a cart there, a cart there. And then the next thing you know, they've got their own establishment. They partner with like all the biggest breweries all over the place to do all these different events. Action Bronson is his favorite place to eat when he comes and, and tours up there and does his thing. And mm-hmm. now they're like the big, you know. They're huge. Like if you go to their page, they're doing some of the craziest things with the lobster you could possibly imagine. Nice. Hey, it's so cool to watch them. So I always like to give them a little shout out. What's the name of that sure. place? They're awesome. High Roller Lobster, lobster Co. Co. Okay. They're really something else. These dudes. And what town? And what part of Maine is that in? Like uh, Portland, Maine. So Portland, right in downtown, right in Old Port. They call it. So nice. Yeah, tremendous. Really, really good. That's awesome. Um, and speaking of, uh, you know. Uh-oh. different publications coming out and showing love to certain restaurants. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to touch on the the Robert Irvine. Okay. Chef Robert Irvine, which I'm seeing more and more. 
he's got like his own like uh, protein powder and protein. He's got a, like a line. Yeah. Apparently, he's no really idea. big into fitness. Him and his wife. Apparently, his yeah. wife is like some crazy Olympic athlete or some okay. sort of athlete of some okay. sort. And um, yeah, he has like his own line of uh, protein bars and protein powder. And I see like his stuff everywhere. But anyway, so he has a show called Cheat Day USA. Mm -hmm. USA is that on Hulu? I think or something. I think or is it's it on, on Hulu. Is last I checked. Yeah. yeah. And so, how did that come to be? So he came down and and he came to Do Drop and how. How, so, did, how did that work out? So, <laughs> all right. So you, you get a laugh because, but I, I got to tell you after you. But uh, sure. So they just called and they were like, "Hey, you, um, you know, that is that." Don't you think that's cool though? That people like someone like him, he 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 gets wind of Dewdrop, and next thing you know, you're getting it's a cool. Call. Like it's that cool. must that be just shows the that reach, must be. You know what I mean? The, what did you think the when they called? Like, you, well, I mean, it's look, it's not the first time that I've been called for okay. something. Well, I'm what not, else have you? What else have you done? Well, that's the first big TV big show, TV. Right? Okay, okay. national television show. Well, I mean, definitely I, tell me about. I've some been other on stuff the Dr. Oz doing. show. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I've been on Dr. Oz. There's a couple like um, I turned. What did down. he have? What did he have you on for? Uh, they did a show with um, who they call the food god. It's a guy that he's like Ken Kardashian. Yeah, the Kardashians' friend. friend. He yeah. did a show about these crazy big wild foods that are around, and he they chose a do job for one of those things. And so we had a. I went to the doc. I brought him like. Fuck, Wait, so wings. You, you fed oh. the food god? Yeah. Wings? Yeah. From dude? Oh my yeah. gosh. Wow. So that's, that was that was years that, really was, cool. that was years ago. You wow. Know what I mean? That's so, really cool. I didn't know um, that. Yeah. So Okay, fun, awesome. Fun, so all right, two all right, stories. So, back, so all right, funny, yeah. story, funny story about the food god is okay, okay. So they call me up and they were like, This is great. They want they want me on the dot dot show. And I'm like, all right, no problem. And they're like, but this is you just come in, you drop off the food, and you go. And we do everything from backstage. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, you can't like, do that. What do you mean? I was like, no. There's no quality I said, control. I said, exactly. I said, no. Yeah. I said, there's a way that I want my wings to look, especially if they're going to be on television. I'm like, and your staff knows nothing about it. They're like, no, no, we take pictures. We know what they look like. No. We already have it. I'm like, no. No. I'm like, if you want me on the show, I'm coming down. I'm bringing, my, I'm bringing two people with me, and we're going to do it the way we want to do yeah. it. So finally, we go back and forth. So finally, the person I'm talking with says, yes, fine. You could come down and do what you got to do. They say to me, no lie. They say, just cook the wings. You don't even have to cook them all the way because it's just for show. We're not really going to feed anybody with them. That's what they said at first. So I'm like, okay. So now we're in, me and my staff are in the dew drop and we're cooking. It's like two in the morning because we got to head down to Manhattan and be there early in the morning, right? So we're in the dew drop, no sleep. It's two in the morning. We're cooking wings. Oh my we're God. We're cooking them halfway. And then I'm just like, you know what? What year is this? Do you remember? <sighs> I don't even know. It's okay. on our Facebook page, the video still. So you can probably okay. find it. Okay. So I'm cooking them. And we cook them halfway. They're not cooked. I look at them. They don't look like they should look when they're cooked fully. Obviously, Joe don't tell you what that is about. So I'm like, you know what? Screw them. I'm cooking them wings all the way. Let's cook these wings all the way because if I'm going to be on the Dr. Osho, I want them to see what they look like when I'm giving them to people. So we cook them all the way. We get down to Dr. Osho. It's in Manhattan. We get down there. We're in the backstage with the crew and everybody. We're putting the wings together. We're tossing them in a sauce. I got the sauce, decorating them all, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, they're ready. They're going on now. And I mean, I, we literally cooked a thousand wings, if not more. That five monster what? trays of the wings. Oh, my God. They chose God. the five flavors they wanted. I can't wait to we watch this it. video. So they come out with it and whatever. And next thing you know, in the middle of the show, the Dr. Oz and the food god, they start handing the wings out to people. And everybody in the stage is eating the wings. I'm like, holy shit. Thank God we cooked those wings. Cooked them, yeah. I'm like, could you imagine if we didn't cook those wings? Could you imagine you'd be the running TV, out on stage? The camera, like, yeah. Like, could it's you imagine the cameras? They see a raw pink wing. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is great. And then you know people just I mean? start like, vomiting everywhere. Oh, my God. I was like, thank God. 
Thankfully, we cooked those. Imagine wings. the Google reviews on Dewdrop. Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't even imagine. It'd be it'd over. Be, it would Forget been it. That's so it. One that's of the things crazy. that whatever. So that's a Doctor Oz show. So you know, that's Robert crazy. Irvine. I've turned down Doctor uh, Oz, and now he's running for office. Now he's running. Yeah, he crazy. Yeah. Are you his partner? No, I, no. What's he running <laughs> for? No, I, I don't <laughs> want a doctor as a partner. Did he call you? I'm what's he running for? Uh, he's running for I don't know exactly. something, something in Michigan New York? or Minnesota. No, it's not New York. I don't think. Ohio, Isn't it like a cardiologist or something in New York, Presbyterian? Pennsylvania. Wait, it's Pennsylvania. It's Pennsylvania. Isn't it? it's Pennsylvania Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I barely, I barely, like I barely paid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I even asked to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're too busy to watch the news. Yeah, who watches yeah, Doctor Oz? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I've turned down uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. No. Yeah. Because really? they, they charge money. I'm, try, dude, oh, I'm trying to get out damn. of there. Damn. No, they want, you want, you got to pay. They offered, they, wow, they, that's they, crazy. You have to pay them for yeah? that to do it. They'll ask you because they called me and asked me. You pay, you have to pay them. You have them. to pay them, yeah. How, how much, dude? 10000 Wow. It was 10000 back then. Wow. Because they will because they think you'll get that and more. I have no idea. I didn't even, oh, I didn't even ask. I was like, crazy. no, thank you. I didn't know that. Wow, like, imagine getting to chill with, with, uh, the the uh, king of Flavortown, yeah. yeah, mayor of Flavortown, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I good for those who did it, but I wouldn't. Uh, the t- I didn't. I, I don't well, some of the places who did it went out of business. Is I'm, that well, why? I'm sure diners, diners. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just I know think a lot like, of the. It's a good thing. I, I, listen, if, right. if you went out of business, it's got nothing to do with him coming to your show, right? right? I mean, it's got to do with whatever you, you know, did. A lot of, a lot of the but, Gordon Ramsay guys go out of business. The uh, Kitchen Nightmares that he comes. Oh, you had one down the street from you, but, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, he, and they went, and they went out yeah. of business. <laughs> yeah, one went out of business. But it's not because <laughs> of point. them, though, right? I mean, like, it's no, such a, by the time not because they're doing the show. Yeah, that those businesses are ready down. Can you imagine? Could you imagine if you're a regular at one of these places and you love it and everything's awesome? And then you see what it looks like behind the scenes. Oh, that's and brutal. Gordon's trashing it, and there's like sludge everywhere and brutal. Mold. You're like, oh, I eat, I eat four meals a day here. It's Can't great. even imagine. <laughs> that's Go- why. That's why you keep it. Did clean. Gordon Ramsay come by Dewdrop while he was no, over there? No, Gordon. Gordon oh. didn't. His crew did. Oh. I've had um, what's her face? They did the show. Is it Amberelli? I think I it's Amberelli. Anyway, she's been on. The, you know who she is? I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I it's Amberelli. I know you're. They talking did about. a show down the block, and her and her uh, girlfriend and her whole staff used to cut. They came there the whole week. They were there. Um, so we've had a lot of, you know, famous faces, if that's what you want to call them, come yeah. in. Um, but yeah, I turned down the diners and drivers and dives. I turned down a few things, but, uh, the, the cheat day USA was fun. Me personally, I really don't watch that much TV, but I really, it's so sad, but I watch football and food shows. So nice. I love Robert Irvine, to be honest with you. I love his show. So when they called me up, they were like, Hey, we're doing this show called cheat day USA, you know, best, some of the best places to cheat on your diet, you know, at the time, actually, when they called me, they didn't even have the name for it yet. It wasn't even called cheat day USA. Huh. They, they didn't know what they were going to call it. I'm one of the first people. Well, we awesome. are, cause we're season one and that yeah, was yeah. one of the first places they called. That's awesome. And, um, it was fun, but uh, the, the truth, he didn't, he wasn't even on, he wasn't there that day. He wasn't on the show, even though it looks like he was, he wasn't. Huh. So the day he was supposed to come to the East Coast, his flight got canceled or something happened. So any of the episodes that were on the East Coast, he, he actually didn't make it to the restaurant. So everything you see there is basically him filmed, you know, with a background. So what and did stuff. you ship his food, ship the food to him? Did no, he... I just cooked it in. I cooked it myself in the dew drop. Oh, because I, I was going to ask you, is, is is he like just as huge in real? No, I never got to see him. I wish I did. Damn, you know crazy. what I mean? He's a really nice guy, from what I hear. No, yeah, and I've spoken to him via email, but they they just came in and started filming. That that was uh, that was interesting, to tell you the truth, because 
I didn't know what to expect of what they were going to do, you know. So you, you, you're going back and forth with these people with, with email and phone calls, and you deal with a lot of people when you do something like that. It's not just like one person. Okay, you talk to me. I'm going to lead you to this next person. He'll be calling you next. This person will be emailing you. This person will be calling you. And you, you really talk to like 10, 15 people, and one's in charge of this, one's in charge of that. So they show up that day, and like they're like, okay, you know, we, you got to start cooking in the kitchen. And like, you know, all of a sudden I'm in, in my kitchen. I got a camera to my left, camera to my right, <laughs> camera in the middle. I got the producer in the background with another camera and his right-hand person. And, and there, I got the, the hood vents on, the fryers are boiling, and they're all talking to me, asking me questions. And I'm just like, what? What? You, you know what I mean? Like, and they're like, talk about how it makes you? you feel. Like, you know, what do you want to do? Blah, blah, blah. And like, at first, and I'm, I'm not... No one's really gonna never gonna real anybody call me like shy or held back or anything like yeah. that, right? But I was kind of like held back. I was taken by surprise. I was like, "What am I supposed to be doing here?" You know what I mean? And they're like, "I'll oh, talk about how it makes you feel. What does it remind you of?" Blah blah blah. And I'm going, and they kept on saying, "All right, let's do it again. No, do it again." And then finally, I just like I have this like little spaz that I'm like, "Dude, it's it's a fucking marinara sauce, bro. What do you? How am I supposed to talk about it? You know what I mean? It's five ingredients to a marinara sauce for Christ's sake. <laughs> like, what kind of story you want me to make of this? Uh, I mean, really, dude? And like, you know, it's it's tomatoes and onions and olive oil and salt and pepper like that's all I do like I don't know what do you want me to do so they're like oh you gotta make something whatever so I ended up like finally like you know taking a deep breath and like kind of relaxing a little bit like okay whatever and we did the show and uh nice it was cool it was fun it was a lot of fun I got to bring in you know Tommy from the Wing House guys I got to bring in like 30 something people to come in we closed down for the half a day and uh yeah and uh we were on it i love the way they did it to be honest dude, we were the last of that show they did three an episode we were the last and um it was it was fun it, that that one was fun and you know they didn't charge you nothing like that you know what i'm saying like they were all cool and they you know, dope it was it was it was good that's you know? awesome yeah that's very cool yeah, yeah and i it, that was great i loved watching it so cool of course to see like you said the wing addicts at the bar yeah hanging dude. out there's a lot of people in there who've been with been you know supporting the bar since i bought the bar you know what i mean in, in that episode and i try to reach out as as to who i can that was limited to obviously who can who sure can be there but uh that's great it, it was a good and and a lot of times i just i you know it's funny but i don't even really do it for myself the do drop is popular we're busy you know so like it, it doesn't necessarily bring too much more business to me you know what i mean but it's great when i see you know and I know that my staff can say like, yeah, this is where I work. And like, that's us, you know, that's me on TV. You know what I mean? And, and things like that. And my customers are like, yeah, do drop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I love know, seeing it. Yeah, uh, dude. They will, people call you up be like, oh, I saw the cheat day show. It was awesome. And then they would just hang up on us. You know what I mean? Like that part is fun. And that's, we talk about being part of our communities and being part of with our staff and everything. That's, that's what it's for. You know what I mean? In the situations like this, they enhance it and it's awesome. You know, it was awesome. And then what's the history behind the name? It's such a cool name, the Dewdrop. So it's not that was the name it was when I bought it. Yeah. You know? So the Whites, uh, Mr. and Mrs. White, they're the original owners of the Dewdrop. They bought it back in the late fifties, turned it into a bar. Um, and they kept and that was the name of it. It was a Dewdrop Inn. It was never an inn, it so was never whatever. Yeah. The like, Dewdrop Inn. Yeah, you know, and uh <laughs> they, they owned it for many years. They sold it, you know, a couple of people bought it in between us. Um they And it's D E W for those yep. listening. It's not D E W not D O. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I, when I bought the bar, I didn't want the name, to be honest with you. Um, I was waiting to change it because uh, a lot of my friends who were in the industry, they were like, listen, they, you know, you're, the bar is not that popular. It's failing. It's losing money. You need to change your name. You know, don't stick with it. I'm, it's good advice. Change your name. Bring in different staff to whole nine <laughs> yards. I didn't do that, you know. And I thought at first, like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat these words, you know. Like, I should have listened to them. Um, I never changed it because the people... We're so passionate 
about the name when I bought it the regulars there. They're like, please don't change the name. You know, I know it's not a big place and it's a little local bar, but we love it. You know what I mean? Like, this is our bar and we've been coming here for years and please don't change it. And it got to me and I respected that, to be honest with you. I respected it a lot. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep it this way. You know, I kept the name. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. The bar itself has a lot of history. You know what I mean? I mean, like I said, it's been around since the late 50s, early 60s. So that's a long time to be a bar, regardless of who the owner is. So, are you, is that the oldest bar in Derby? Uh, I would say it's the it's oldest be close, bar in right? Derby. You should look into that because that's, um, that's a pretty cool I mean, little historical thing. Yeah, it's got to be one of the oldest bar in Derby. I don't think there's a, a bar in Derby that's old. I could be wrong. Continuous, right? Too. You know it's what been I mean? Open Continuous the whole time. with the same name, at least, too. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, Derby is the oldest city in Connecticut. That much I know. Um, so, but the bar itself, it's got to be up there. Huh. Are certain days busier than others? Do you recommend people come at, you know, at certain times or than others, or it just doesn't matter? I mean, the weekend's obviously busy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's because uh, I know. I mean, your space is big, but like, it's not it, big. My, no. my space is not big. No. I, I okay. only me, have me and you got to go soon. Yeah, yeah I, I only have like it. literally like five tables that could seat four yeah. more people, and everything oh, okay, else. Okay, okay, everything you, else gotcha. is bar or small tables. Oh, okay, never um, mind. I would just say, like, be prepared to wait. You can make some reservations because we do take some of the tables of, of, of reservations. Oh, cool. So you right. could go to our website, you know, do drop in CT and cook the menu, make a reservation. Definitely recommend reservations if you're coming in cool. for dinner crowd. Um, if not, just be prepared. You know what I mean? We talk about things, you know, some of the biggest issues we have is the name is so popular to do drop that, you know, people just come in and they have these such high expectations for it mm. and you know they think they're walking into this huge restaurant and they're not going to wait and they could sit where they want to sit and mix things up and do things and then they walk into the do job and they're like no wait you're going to have to stand here you're going to have to wait an hour because there's x amount of people sitting and x amount of people in front of you and this is how we do things and right no you know what i mean like you're you can't sit at that table. There's only, you know, there's only one person that, you know, only one to two people. I have a party of six right now, so I'm going to have to sit you at the bar. It's a lot of little things at the do drop that if you don't know, if you haven't taken the time out to, you know, call us or read on our, our websites, the things that the way we do things could be a little of a, of a shock when you first get there. So I gotcha. just say be prepared. You know what I mean? If you've never been in there, you walk into a small place that's very popular. I have 53 seats with a hundred people who want to sit on every single night of the week. So, you have to be patient um and it's worth the wait and, and then and then parking also is parking is so parking is not as bad as it seems because you have to drive past the do drop if you drive past if the do drop is on your right hand side which most people come from right off 34 you just got to go past the do drop and your first left which is you know 75 feet uh up a hill you'll see a big lot in the corner cool. that lot fits more than plenty of cars to, for the do drop sweet so that's our parking you know what i mean we, awesome it's weird because we talked about the COVID changes. COVID changed a lot. To go grew so big that I don't. There's no parking in the street. There's no parking in the street allowed by the city and the state because I, technically that road is actually a connector for emergency vehicles. So there's no parking anymore. Yeah. So uh, we used to park some of the when the motorcycles would come in front of the bar, but then COVID hit, so that changed. And now it's just strictly for to go, so people could park in front, running, get their food and go. And then I have barricades on the side and cones on the side for deliveries, or if I do get some motorcycles, they could park behind the cones. But for cars. Drive past this, go up the hill, walk down the hill. Yeah, it's two minutes. It's a it's, nice. a, it's a it's a minute walk exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not out of the way. Right. I know it sucks to walk. Some people, you know, they want to make a big deal about it. oh the park it sucks. You got to walk down a hill, but 
you know, it is what it is. I'm unfortunately I'm not blessed with enough property to have, yeah. you know, to fit sixty you work cars. Up an appetite. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, months. you burn some calories. You burn calories on the way there. You get hungry, and when you leave, you you burn some burn calories right by the time you get yeah. home. Like I don't know what to tell you, but you know, it's it's worth the walk. So it's it's not. Uh, but it goes back like I was saying, the people. They don't know what they're walking into at first. They just think they're just walking into this big place with plenty of parking and plenty of seating and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, I have all high-top tables, high-top chairs. You know, I don't have things like that. Kids are welcome and they're great, but I don't carry, you know, seats for kids. You know, I don't have things like right. that. You know, I don't have short chairs and things like that. And so. you're popular with bikers, too. We were talking yeah, we, about that well, before. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, the Dude Drop was a hardcore biker bar when I bought it. You know what I'm saying? Um... But the Dewdrop is is a is still our logo is a destination Dewdrop, yeah. And people love the Dewdrop. So yep. during the summer we get a lot of motorcycles, you know what I'm saying, and we still get a lot of locals. We get a lot of everything. The Dewdrop is one of the most diverse and type of crowds and around in the in in this industry. To be honest with you, you know it's uh, every type of person comes there. Whether you come with a bike, a car, you know, walk, whatever it is, you know, no matter what you like, whatever where you come from, what it is, they they all come to the Dewdrop. So we try to accommodate all of them. You know what I'm saying? And we do our best. We do it our way. You know what I mean? And that's just how. The, Unfortunately, this goes. I call it organized chaos. That's what we do at the Dewdrop. It's not easy to have, you know, like I said, a hundred people who want to come to your place and try to sit everybody properly and get them the food in the right amount of time and make sure everybody's happy. It's very hard for a small place to do that, but that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of policies and regulations that come along with it to make sure that it is organized and so everyone is happy and do what we do. And uh, some people don't understand that at first, and it kind of throws them off a little bit and pisses them off. But hey, you know what I mean? I have uh, a whole bunch of people who enjoy it and respect it, and you know they become friends and regulars and great supporters of us. And you're open seven days a week? Seven days a week. And you open at? 11 o'clock every day. Okay, cool. 11 o'clock every day. We're open until, like I said, either 11 or 12. And it's a beautiful drive for folks in this area, like Brookfield, uh, you know, the Fairfield County area. It's a great drive. Down 34 yeah. in, in Newtown across the dam uh, to get there. It's really, really scenic, really nice drive. I, yeah, I like that drive. I prefer that probably. drive to get to like New Haven than I do taking like the Merritt Parkway or something like that. Yeah. And um, you can always pit stop at the Dew Drop on your way. And <clears throat> the brewery over there is, is tremendous. Bad and Suns, uh, right Bad down Suns the block. And Roseland's right up, right up the yeah, hill. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. An, it's an area that I think a lot of people sleep on. And um, they all got a lot of cool things going on. And you know, Joe, I definitely want to give you, you know, some time to talk about JJ Stacks. You got, you got a lot going on over there. It's awesome. You got to use that space. Seems like you're always doing something. Yeah, I got all that space. You know, you got to keep it fun. I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, I want people there because they think the food and service are awesome. But it's fun to do fun things. It's stressful for me, but it's fun for everybody else. No, the food and service is great. I've been telling lots of people to get over to JJ Stacks. It's such a great place, especially when it's nice out. Of course, you know. But wait till I copy JJ's entire wing list and just throw it on my menu board. And uh, there should be, there should if be. You a, to- if you haven't noticed, everything about JJ's tax is great except for Joe. Wow. Wow, I built, this, careful, I built this guy you know up for the whole two so, hours yeah. and he comes in and it's kills true, me. It's true. Last, no. last 30 seconds and I get crushed. Oh, man. But uh, it's that, I think it's that Mount Vernon right there. I think it would yeah. be cool if you had um, had a wing festival there and you had. You know, we actually were working on it. You had Dewdrop come out. You have, um, you have Casey come out from. Uh, down in, we, uh, we were working in, on uh, it with Norwalk. the woman who runs the New England Wing Festival that unfortunately got canceled. Um, we've got the space for it. I think it would be a great idea. Blind I don't Rhino. have the time to coordinate it. Um, Those things. Get Blind Rhino the, out there. Well, th- Blind things Rhino, we've done yeah, before. They're, they're so good, man. Casey. Rhino, Casey and them are good guys. With my, with, my, with my first restaurant, me and Casey had often talked about doing like a home-and-home home wing-off 
which I think would be a great idea. Something I would definitely do with Jay. You know, he's fun. coming on the show too. I'm excited to chat is with him soon. Is yeah. he coming by himself? Yeah, I'm gonna have two wing wing folks on the show this year. Is he coming by himself or has he got the crew coming? Uh, we haven't we haven't ironed out. Yeah. He he's, he's gonna come on. Casey's a dude, man. He's, he's um, me he's, and him headed off. At I'm, a wing I'm, festival. He's super busy right now, so yeah. I'm just letting him yeah, do they his thing. Yeah, got a lot going on. They, they, just, they, they just got the truck. Yeah, that truck is gorgeous. Oh man, incredible. Me and Casey met at a wing festival and the Danbury Wing Festival. God knows, probably eight years ago. And I think they came in first, we came in second, or maybe they came in second, we came in third. Um, but we were right next to each other. And much like when me and Jay met, we hit it off right away. We Latin common, just good. You know, he's a good dude. He's an industry guy. Yeah. And we've been friends ever since. And I, I, he's another one I talk to yeah. regularly. Those like, things are great, but they just, they're just a lot, of, a lot work. of work. That's why I don't gotta, do them anymore, man. Dude, I, I used to do festivals one. and things all the time. And phew, just a lot of what's a lot. You know, to load everything up, yeah. to pack it up, to do it, and then to wait for it to cool. What, what fryer are you, Dude, you know, I used to do festivals there. and bring five fryers with me. everything cold. Sit there for hours. everything hot. Yeah, I, sit there for hours after the festival's over waiting for wait my fryers fryer to cool off cool so off. I could drain oh. the oil. It's great. It's, it's, it's a, it is a, a, it could be very important for you in the beginning to get your name yeah. out there, right? To get people tasting your product, which is really awesome, awesome. You know, and, and I did it a lot more than now. I don't do it so much because now it's just a lot of work. And, you know, we've been blessed. Obviously, our name is very popular, so I don't have to stress out by doing yeah. it. I do other things now to keep the name going and, and to stay relevant in that. But uh, they're, they're huge now. You know, yeah. you, get, you get big crowds. And it's a great way to get personal with people when they walk yeah. up to your tent. And you're like, hey, man, how's it going? Try this flavor. Stop by any time. You know, you hand out flyers. You hand out coupons. Menus, you know what I mean? Whatever. Menus. You do it all. You know, it's a great thing. But it is a lot of work. Uh, you got to be dedicated to it. Dude, this beer festival, Putting together, man. Oh, yeah. my head's spinning. I did. I every did day it. I wake up and there's yep. like 15 more things I got to do to get to, to. I used to do it with the, um, oh my god, uh, the Valley United Way, yeah, which is in Shelton, and we would do a big beer festival right before COVID down in Shelton on the Greens over yeah, there yeah. every year. And it's you know it's a lot of work. You know you got to talk to every brewery and make sure everyone's going to come. Tables, chairs, ice, food, the food vendors, this vendor, blah 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 blah. And then the day of in the morning, you're there and you start. You go here, you go there, blah blah yep. blah. And then afterwards, everyone leaves. You got to clean it all up, and it's a lot of work. It's that's, a great great thing. And one of the most important things is you need a good team. Yeah. You need to have a great team with you doing it with you. Because yep. if you're stuck doing it by yourself or shorthanded, it's just a horrible feeling and a horrible day. So I, I got lucky. I'm, I, you're in Derby, so you probably don't know what I-95 is, but I'm, I'm pretty friendly with a lot of the crew over at I-90, local radio station. Yep. They ended up jumping on as a partner for the beer festival. Oh, great. So I've That's got awesome. that little extra help. You know, I've got that radio time. Yeah. I've got the articles that are going to, you know, the... Facebook presence, the social and that's media awesome. presence. That's awesome. I tell you what, one of the big people, a lot of people ask me, like, when did the do drop change? Like, when, when, when did all of a sudden you think like it changed to like so being so popular? And one of the things that was 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 Chaz and AJ in the PLR. Yeah. And in 2012, which was 10 years ago now, they did they were doing uh, every year for the Super Bowl. They were doing things like you know who does the best wings in Connecticut, and we're gonna have a competition in the in the um, live on the air at this at the studio, and uh, people started. Like do drop, do drop, and uh, Chaz, who we're, you know I'm friends with now, he was like, oh, "Wait, are we talking about the same do drop?" Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah," and he was like, "The do drop where people used to like urinate in the corner of the bar and you know fight and the blood and bad do drop." And they were like, "Yeah, new owner, he you know it's changed up. It's great. You got to go." And he invited us on the show. They were like, "You got enough votes to be on the show." Nice. And then I went on the show, and like we weren't even talking about wings, to be honest with you. Chaz was like, "Listen, Jay, we got to talk about the dewdrop." You know, he was like, "I need to talk about the dewdrop first before we talk about your wings." And <laughs> it was like we we did that, and uh, it was a huge, 
huge push for me because sure. then you know it reached out to how many thousands of people yeah, that listen to the radio. How many people were scared to go there? How many people were scared? Now all of a sudden, here we are. They hear my voice. They hear in this you know popular radio show. Chaz was very respected. He grew up in the valley, to be honest with you. Yeah. So like, and they, and he's like, we're talking. They're like, wait a second. All right, maybe this is something to check out. Now right. you know what I mean. It was a big big push for us. I'm gonna back bring then. my stepfather in because I, I tell him all the time. I said he talks about wings, and I said the, the wings that do drop are killer, and he's mm-hmm. from. He's from the valley. He's from yeah. Ansonia. And he's like, nah, it's just a biker bar. I'm like, it's not like that anymore. So yeah. this guy's been there for 15 years. He changed it. It's not, yeah. do bikers go there? Yeah. yeah. But it's not like yeah. you have to worry about, you're going to get, he's a, he's a retired officer too. So we yeah. always have Oh, like, yeah. He's got the old look, school. You yeah. know? Yeah. He's got that radar going. He's yeah. like, like, it's not like that. It's, it's a different place. It's a different the, vibe. The so do job. Like, just come with me. Yeah. The do job had a direct line. To the police the, department. The red, the bat phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the direct line, red phone. That's to funny. the police department. That's great. You know you're 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 in trouble when you walk into a place that has a direct yeah, line to that. That's not a great sign. So, and like I said, Wild. great stories, great people though. You Did know you save I mean? the phone? As part of no, like it wasn't for me. It was, it was gone way before oh, I got there. Gone. No, it was way before I got so there. You gotta but, have that like in a case somewhere on the yeah, wall. Yeah, I don't know where. I would love to find yeah, that like phone. If I could find that phone, oh my god, I would put that in a dewdrop somewhere. It was great. Uh, it was great, and it was you know honestly it wasn't as scary as everybody said it was, and the and the people there were great. I had some great stories. Well, you're ver- you know so, you grew up uh, in a different place, so your version of scary. Yeah, it is. That, you know, Fairfield or, or what? What is that? New Haven County's version of scary could be a little bit. Yeah, you know I grew up than, like I said, you know, I, the bars you were going to when you I, were 14, 15, 16. Yeah, dude. I mean, we grew, we grew up we grew up in the streets, and we yeah. you know we were raised around you know gangs and organized crime and all that stuff. Yep. So walking into a place that was. Similar to that wasn't. Yeah, it was no different to me. You know what but I mean. So, for the family, the family man who works for Pepsi or IBM or whatever. Yeah, they were. Who wanted to go walk it in? Oh, nobody. So you do. You do. You know, like I said, you know, I lost a lot of money, and it just, just some things needed to change, or I was going to sell and go back to New York and figure something else out. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? So, but in return, you made a lot of great friendships. Look at these New Yorkers See, I'm stuck over here in Connecticut, thriving and surviving. Yeah. I love it. I'm stuck. <laughs> We're I've stubborn. Tried do, I've tried doing other things. New Yorkers are stubborn. I'll tell you oh, that yeah. much. They, I'm we so are glad we could open our arms and, 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 <laughs> Let us and take in. you guys in. Now get out of here. Now get the fuck out of here. Now get out. Does your daughter work there? My six daughter, year old? yeah, I bring it there. Still every, a little bit too young. I bring it there. She's still a little too young, but my when ten, she's there, she knows old, it's not playtime. My ten-year-old will answer the phone. He'll ring orders in on the yeah. computer. My eight-year-old daughter will come back behind the line with me and help me cook, and, yeah. and she'll bring food out. It's oh no, cute. my daughter, she's there. We're not there yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? A couple she, of years. When I'm home, I, I deal more with her. Like she'll watch me do the paperwork and yeah. things like that. She'll try to help me with the schedule. She'll ask me if there's, you know, are they a good worker and things like that, <laughs> or why? You know, she'll hear me sometimes yelling on the phone and she's like. Why? And I'm like, oh my God, they're driving me crazy. You know? <laughs> uh, dude, you see how many times I picked my phone up today? My band canceled oh, tonight. Yeah. My chef called out. I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to be a fun day after I leave. I don't want to leave. Can I just stay here for the rest of the day? Yeah. yeah I don't no, want to go to the rest of the I got too much shit to deal with. No, that's fine. Uh, you can totally hang out. I got 34, 34 employees right now, 34, 35 employees. So Jesus. there's not a day that doesn't I go think by. I've had something in is, two years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that something's not happening uh, or going wrong. Nightmare. Or where I just had to, and everything, whether it's, you know that the employees or just the business itself. My AC Going broke on. this week. Oh, I have a new AC oh. been put in you this have a morning. Day where something doesn't break. I mean, like the hottest week of the, the hottest week of the year. Yeah, my, my AC, AC broke. It couldn't break in eighty degree weather. No, yeah. I had to break in ninety five degree why weather. Can't, why can't it break? So in like December? I can't wait. So I got to call my buddy up and like, yo, let's go. Two days. He got there in two days. He's in there this morning. Dude, it's it's, it's, it's the call outs for me, but I've been doing this for tw- I think it's twenty eight or twenty nine years. I called out one day. I didn't even call out. I had a hundred and two fever. I went to get in the shower to go to work. My mother called my boss and told him to call me and tell me to stay home. Yeah. The one day in my all my years in the restaurant industry, I didn't show up to work. Yeah. I was like, I can come in. He's like, 
stay home. I'm like, yeah. but I can, I'm okay. It's tough. It's <laughs> tough. I got a lot of my my staff is really good though, man. I can't complain right now. This is some. This is the best staff I've ever had. Yeah. A lot of good. Kids. I never have They're complaints working, when I go, Rachel, Rachel, hard. your manager. I'm gonna shoot. Oh, I'm gonna awesome. shout your manager out. Yeah, I've been there awesome. a couple of times where you weren't there. Yeah. She recognizes me. She takes her care of me. She's always friendly. Always, always smiling. I don't feel like I'm there because you know, I go. I usually go alone. So yeah, yeah. I'm bullshitting with you for an hour. Yeah. Never makes me feel like I'm alone. She, yeah. You know, in, in conversation like a bar should be. Yeah. Bar, you know, the bartender is your other friend yeah. when you're at the bar. It's not just we talked about it in the beginning. The atmosphere of a bar yeah. is the most it's, important it's to me. It's the most perfect. important thing. My atmosphere, my vibe are the most important things because those are the things that make people feel welcome and want to come back. Yeah. The food is great. Absolutely. Absolutely. But. It's it's the Service. icing of the cake. The cake is already made and established with other aspects of running a business. Yeah. Nice. So, nice. Well, nice. this has been a great conversation, you guys. Nice. Um, I've yeah. really enjoyed this, and I'm I'm so glad you can come down. Thank you so much. And yeah, of man. Course, it was awesome. Of course, Joe. I'm so glad you could be here as well. Uh, JJ Stacks, and yeah, of course, it took a long, a long of, trip down the block here. So. Yes, a long trip down the block. <laughs> And of course, Jay over here from the, the Dew Drop In, uh, quite a quite a legendary uh, historic spot here in Connecticut. Um, well, thank I still you guys can't so much. This guy's fifty years old eating scrambled eggs, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have an over easy egg like a grown up. Will no, you? Dude, I like my guy's fifty. I like my eggs scrambled. All right, man. Scrambled, scrambled yeah. it with sausage, right? That's what you had for nah, ham. 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 Oh, nice. Ham. Scrambled with ham. Nice. Yeah, I wanted the. Uh, I wanted the. Uh, do you do the not corned beef? The um, pork roll. No. Do you guys? Do, what do you put on your? What, what other meats do you have? We do sausage, bacon, pork roll. Uh, we got Taylor pastrami. Ham pork roll. You do pastrami. No, I, I was going to ask you for pastrami. I didn't think you did it. I JJ like New York. Like, it's like Arby's. They got the meats. Yeah, they got the meat. New York pastrami's big. I love pastrami and egg. That's my favorite, man. Yeah, that sounds. Great. I didn't think you did it. That's why I, I didn't know, ask. Steak and egg. Maybe a little steak and egg. Did you take my Philly? I take my Philly. My I use that like really good shaved Philly cheesesteak. Nice. I use that and I throw it on top with the cheese. And I'm a bacon egg and cheese. Should do that in a wrap. Oh yeah. Just do that in a wrap. I'm a bacon, egg, and cheese uh, hash brown guy. Yeah? How was yeah. it? Oh, it was nice excellent. Gooey. Really, really good. Dripping down here. Yeah, like I, like I said before at the beginning, JJ Stacks makes amazing breakfast sandwiches amongst everything else. Um, really enjoyed it. Really, really good. Bread's Thank good, you. too. Really Thanks, good bread. That oh, was really good. It was the really bread, good. The bread makes it. I'm not saying it. that. The bread's the vessel, Joe's you know? Here, I'm just... I'm being honest. Yeah, no, no, it's it was great. Uh, really, really enjoyed that. So thank, thank you God so nobody much can again. see my face right Appreciate there. No, you. It was, it was, no, the sandwich was good. Everything I eat at Stacks is great. You know what I mean? I go there and I've had the wings before. The wings are excellent. You know what I mean? Obviously, Joe's nobody's doing from the he's, wing king here. Yeah, he's he's at a, you know, you you know the difference of people who really take pride in what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what places like me and Joe do, and a lot of other places we've mentioned. Yeah, we yeah. take pride in what we do. Yeah, and that's great. And not every restaurant has to do that. Some restaurants are great. They like bringing in lesser things and at a, for a lesser pricing doing it. And that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. You no. know what I mean? But yeah, that's you know me, Joe, and a lot of people. We like for every we ash, like right? taking it to the next level. We like stepping it up. You know yeah. what I mean? And at any time yeah. we could go down it's if fun. we want. We could buy cheaper wings. We could buy you know things like that. But we choose to be that's, what we want to be, which is we feel that we want to be one of the top. You know what I'm saying? So, but for me, it's not even about. I mean, obviously the quality is important to me, but it's fun to, to create the sauces, to to look at the product and come up with something new and something different. And, this guy's doing s'mores wings. I, like, I, I, like, I don't know what to do with that. Like, do you... Yeah. You know, as far as I'm concerned... Chicken and marshmallows taste good together? They work, man. It yeah. works. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, Check a great day... Getting, next time I go up there. ...is either yeah. heading down to Derby to, to go over to do drop-in and, of course, go over to Bad Sons and, and all that Derby has to offer in that, that, nice little, that nice little spot over there. Or just bring some friends and head over to JJ Stacks and get a nice spot on the deck 
get a couple wings, get a couple burgers, a couple dogs, share it with a couple friends and, and, you know, get some ice cream after from riches, maybe hit the mini golf course. I mean, either way you can't go wrong. It's yeah. a great spot. It's a, it's a dive in my opinion and it's tremendous. And, uh, Thank you guys so much for coming by. This is great. I'm so glad we finally got to have you on, and I'm so glad that uh, uh, you know, Joe, you were able to return to, to the back, show. This is, uh, this is great. It's been a great friendship, you and I hanging out. So yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate your friendship. I uh, wish you both nothing but the best. And one question I like to ask my guests before they leave, and uh, Joe's answered this before, and I'll, I'll give him another chance to uh, answer it again if he's, he's got something new for me. But what I like to usually ask my guests, and I have for a bunch of seasons now, is, you know, in Connecticut, like we were saying before we got rolling, pizza's, you know, pretty really, really big here. Mm -hmm. Even though it would be great if we were no, more no noted for our wings here mm -hmm. in Connecticut than the pizza. Yeah. Of course. And that is, you know... What's your favorite pizza? Like when you're in New Haven, of course, there's all those different spots that people are like, this is the best. That's the best. You know, you got Bar, Frank, Sally's, um, Modern, all those places. Uh, what are you, what's your favorite place to go when you're in New Haven? If you're ever up there, if you ever get a chance to, to head that way. And um, in New Haven? Yeah. And uh, I don't get this guy, out this much. Guy's asking New Yorkers. I know you're super busy. I like like most restaurant owners who I have on the show. It's, you know, of course, I, I understand it's hard to have time to just go out. And but yeah. but if you ever have what do you like over there of the OGs and uh, what do you like around your area? Of course, I know I know what the answer is going to be. But uh, but I agree with it because yeah it's, I mean it's, for me and I don't just say because they're up the hill from me obviously yeah, like Roseland I, I, they get they have enough of support they yeah. they don't really need me my approval but yeah Roseland is, is a great pie to me yeah um, they, I, do, I mean I Dave love, Portnoy was there he should have came to do dry he yeah he could have oh my he gosh that would have been could've. great yeah uh, but yeah they do a great I love you know when that they got a nice little crust nice well done crust on it and nice and thin I love that I do love them. Um, and then, you know, other than that, I've been to Modern, excellent. You know, I've been to the bar. They do a good job. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, I get out a lot to support a lot of places, but, you know, it's hard for me to remember every place I go to, you know what yeah. I mean? Plus, I grew up in New York, so, like, honestly speaking, yeah, so my, my pizza is one of the be, last thing I want to eat, to be honest with you. My question for you, Lincoln Lounge or Johnny's, oh, I know God. that debate's over now, but no, back nothing, in the day. Nothing beats <laughs> I don't know if anything beats Johnny's. Oh, see, I'm right the other way. I think Lincoln Lounge is no, better. Lincoln Johnny's. Lounge is better. Johnny's was Johnny's is awesome. Johnny's I could eat, Johnny's, I could eat, a, I could eat two. We would go to Johnny's. Yo, cuz this pizza is so thin. Johnny Goombats. You're easy yeah. to eat. Johnny's, yourself. Johnny's, Johnny's is an old school pizza original place. pizza place. Yeah. Okay. With very little cheese, thin, very little thin. cheese with the sauce. Like it's a, a, You're the, eating a pie yourself. Yeah. And it's not one of those like Connecticut personal. It's like a pie. You're yeah. eating like a large 12 slice pie yeah. okay. on your own because it's like paper thin. Yeah. Okay. And so, then they, they put, they sprinkle the Parmesan cheese. Oh, on it's top so of good, it. dude. It's not like, oh, it's, my it's, God. it's unlike Can a we lot go? of places. Not Can we both not go to work today and just go get pizza? And what are, what are some restaurants that you like to go to other than you're, you know, eating at your own? Restaurant. Oh, my God. I I go to so many. I don't know if I have one in particular that I go back to, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, like I said, I, I go, I hit as many different places that I can. Cool. You know what I mean? So like in, in Ansonia, I use, uh, Crave was a great restaurant, but they changed their name. Um, Libby's, she's awesome. She actually bought Crave, like a, opened up Crave like a year after I bought the Dewdrop. Um, so that was a great place. And Shelton, I like, uh, there's like, uh, there's an Italian restaurant called Amici's, which is right next to the Dewdrop. They do an awesome Italian food over there. Very nice. They try to keep it like that, uh, Italian decor and feel to it and things like that. Um, 
There's a lot of good. I'm sure cool. I'm missing some. Probably some of my favorites for all I know. But I get out. You know what I mean? I cool. get out as much as I like Colorosas, which is in Shell, and they do an excellent job too. I've heard really with you. good things about They do a good them. job. I've been talking to the chef there. Rob. Yeah. Yeah, Rob's a good dude. I gotta, he's I gotta he's gotta been get working there for a couple years now. He's trying to trying to step it up in the wing game yeah. and their food. But yep. they do, you know, Matt, like Luda managers there. Good, good. I love not just supporting places, but I love supporting places where good people work. Yep. You don't just... It's easy to think of the dewdrop for the name, JJ Stacks, names, but behind that name is not only owners, but staff. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, go, I don't just go to support the owner. I go to support the staff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Livelihoods, And the more yeah. we support them, the more the staff can get paid, the more success they have, the more they, exactly. the longer they can work. It's all all relevant. You know, it's all, I don't right. just do that. It's the same thing like we talk about, I don't mean to make this longer drag this out, but when you say something bad about a place, you're not just saying something bad about the do job. You're talking, there's 35 employees and all their families that are all part of it. Yeah. So you're affecting the well-being of possibly all of them. Yep. And that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? There's a yeah. better way of expressing yourself in a negative matter. Yep. You know what I mean? And, unless we've done something so terrible and you have proof of it and like yeah. cons- whatever, then yeah, okay, you have the right to do that. You know what I mean? But when I'm there and I know my staff and I see it and I've got 30 cameras and the cameras are hearing and something completely different than when you're saying you're being some, you're being a bad person and you yeah. shouldn't do that. You know, so it is not just me, the owner of the dewdrop. I got 35 employees and their families too. You know what I'm saying? And everything you say affects them. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying we do a perfect job. Just think about that though before you say something, before you do something about it. So yeah. when I go support people, that's what I do. When I go into support, I support them. And I may not like it, but I know that I'm supporting them and their employees are getting their paycheck every week. And that's what I want. You know what I'm saying? That, awesome. That's what it's about. So what about you? Some places you've been recently or? or? Uh, I mean, I always talk about my favorite restaurant is, is Taproot. Uh, Taproot. Jeff, hands down. Of course. Jeff Tavey, Steph Sweeney. Yep. Brilliant. Yep. Steph's one of the best cocktails. She always gets kicked. You know, Jeff is so brilliant. You never really, nobody ever talks about how brilliant Steph is with her cocktails. Of but course. The lady's up there with some of the greats <laughs> in the area. Um, yeah, she's awesome. I'm a big fan of good old days. Um, yeah, Matt Stanzak, Stanzi, Shane. Great yep. spot. Um, I don't get to get. I mean, I got two little kids. You know, when I'm not at work, I have my kids, so it's tough. That's it. Tough we got to get Jay. We got to get Jay to good old days. He'd love it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Anytime you guys just got to yeah, this guy's, di- this guy's cool. dying to convert us to Connecticut pizza. You could see this, right? You yeah. see what's happening. Yeah, I know. And Good Old Days isn't even Connecticut pizza. It's Detroit pizza. So I don't even know what's going on anymore. It's a mix. Um, they have a square that's a mix between Detroit, uh, Sicilian, and a grandma. It's quite, it's quite something. I want to try it. Yeah, so we'll we'll get together and we'll. we'll yeah, I think we have been to Stanziato's. Is it Stanziato's Pizza? That's the guy who owns so it's it. the same owner. The, Matt Stanziak, the guy who started Stanziato's. Started Stanziato's. So, sold it. And he's now young. He's How old, old is he? It's my, all right, my age. Yeah. He's got to be age. Yeah, I know he is. He used to come to the Do Job. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, a lot of things that he got from the Do Job, he brought into his pizza in Stanziato's. He, yeah. he was saying, like, how much he used to come in there, like, he loved it. He wants to do this with pizza. And he started Stanziato's. Oh, okay. yeah, he's, one of, those, he's one of those guys. Yeah. And I heard you know, that he wasn't feel, the owner of Stanziato's. Stanziato's yeah, he sold anymore. it a while yeah. ago. He did. That's what I he thought. Did it, he was yeah, doing so. a, a breakfast food truck for a little while. Okay. Yeah. He did a little consulting. All right, good. And good. I'm glad to hear this. Yeah. He also sold uh, Stanziato's in 2015 uh, okay. to a gentleman who owns it now. His name is Moro Tropiano. He's really okay. really cool guy. Yeah, they and also he still actually, do a great job. Yeah, I've been there uh, like a couple years ago. I went there with yeah. my buddies, I, and I really, I just, I asked, and they were like, "No, he no longer owns it. He sold it, you know, X amount of years ago." And yeah. I was like, Oh man, I remember the kid when he used to come into do job years ago by himself. So he sold it. He did some. He did some. He did a little traveling. He had Eggs Kitchen, that uh, like a mobile breakfast uh, food truck. Nice. And then he was just like, "I want to get back in it, and I want to do pizza." And and uh, 
here he is. So I wonder why you said because I like this pizza yeah. Santiago. He's he one of those awesome guys that's easy yeah. to support too. But, right? he, wanted, he, but he, he wanted to do something different. He wanted he I didn't need, want to do the, the, the Neapolitan or, or um, yeah. You know, and the, and his, he's one of those guys who just loves to. He's like us. He loves yeah. to play. Comes yeah. up with what's about. Well, but uh, yeah. but more um, over there at uh, Stanziato's, um, great dude, and he actually opened uh, Grounds Donut House, which is right next to Stanziato's yeah. okay. in that same building. Yeah, he's, and he's that slowly is, taking that the is, over. Yeah, that's taken off to the point now where they're opening a second location in Mamaroneck. Nice, that's awesome. Um, nice. I'm, pr- I'm pretty yeah, well, sure. when so. he first bought Stanziato's, they didn't have the bar. He, no. he bought that after. No, yeah. I think well, I don't even think Matt did that. I think that was all Moro. No. Did Matt do that? He did Matt that. Expanded? Yeah. Because that's, and I remember he we used to talk at the Dewdrop and he used to talk about, you know, the craft beers and yeah. how he loved all the craft beers we had. Because I was one of, actually, I actually was doing craft beers before I was doing wings at the Dewdrop. Huh. So um, this was way before it, it turned into what it is now. And he loved it. He was talking about it. And uh, he eventually bought the next side to open up that little bar. So yeah, yeah they keep, I, I know. I think they took, another, I think they took another one. Another one? And Jeez. then another one where it grounds is. I think he's got like four of the storefronts. Yeah, good for them. Good yeah. for them. Good for him. Good for and him. And I'd be, I'd be remiss to, while we're talking about my favorite restaurants and, and great restaurant people, not to bring up the spread and Segundo Group and now Magic 5 Pie Company. Oh, of course, Chef, yes. Chef Los, Hickey, Raziel, sure, uh, Sean, Drace, yep. Genesis, the chef up in, in New Haven, all do Great work, man. Everything they do is amazing. I've never had a bad meal. I do know, though, but, um, it's, it's good that we're talking about a lot of great yeah, I businesses mean, and, and the food and beverage game in Connecticut. It's just yeah. like so so popular and so creative. It's so great now. It's awesome. It's yeah. good for everybody. It's good for the owners, good for the employees with all the work out there. It's great for customers who have fun, exciting places to sit and eat and drink foods. It's an awesome thing. Yeah. Sean yeah. Nye. Oh, Sean Nye, of course, Sean Nye. Duh. Edit out the part. Edit out the part where I didn't. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. Last no, name. Worries, yeah. no worries. No worries. <laughs> well, well, Sean Nye. Sean's of course, come is up and a, yell at me. I was like, you didn't remember my name, asshole. Um, yeah. I, you know, speaking of wings, I definitely want to shout out one of my, uh, uh, you know, one of my top places I like to go, especially after softball. Uh, Pip is in Danbury. They've been around for like 30, 40, yep, 50 years, it. something like that. Great flavors. Um, really great flavors. Uh, wings their are a little smaller, awesome. but I love the fact they're smaller because I can eat more and I look like I accomplish more. <laughs> their food is <laughs> it makes is, me feel good about my food. are great. I mean, Honestly, they, I, crispy, I don't delicious. use I don't use yeah. them, but they're good. They're still good. Yeah. You know, good. good a lot, most. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I mean, let's be real. Most places use those wings, probably. Yeah. The, no, not too many places use the wings that me and Joe use. Nah. I can tell you right now. Yeah. And there's a big difference in, in not just the price, but the amount you get. You yeah. know what I mean? Like an amount we sure. get, we get about what two twenty five in a case, maybe. Yep. An amount and the wings that you're talking about, they get about probably three sixty five. Yeah. They get no, they get more. They get three sixty yeah three sixty five in a case. So there's a big difference. You yep. know sure. What I'm Hence one of the reasons, if you listen to this, anybody like you wonder why some places prices are higher than others, and you think that oh it's only you know eighty that you do you think oh it's this amount of money um the same amount of money a case. Well, the difference is the amount of yeah you getting a hundred extra wings, 150 you get, extra wings. You're getting a, you know what I mean? I'm getting two twenty five. You're getting hundred fifty yeah. extra out of a case. So yeah, naturally, if you want to, you can charge a little bit less. Yeah. That's just again one aspect of it. But um, the wings are still good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. I also really quickly want to shout out Taco Bachi, um, like I did before. Great family. If you're looking for some really awesome, authentic Mexican food, it's right here in Brookfield. Uh, right here, almost almost right here at Brookfield Village. It's just down the street from Brookfield Village here. So definitely check them out. Brookfield Village is up and coming over here. So I got to shout out to Brookfield. They're so great to me in the show and, and everything that I got going on over here since we've been here since April. So, of course, come on down to this area. Check out JJ Stacks, everything else we got to offer. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Thanks for taking the trip over here to Brookfield. Um, really appreciate it. Nothing, wish nothing but the best for Dewdrop and, of course, for JJ Stacks. Um, and just right before we leave, where can people find uh, Dewdrop online? You know, website, social media, all that stuff. 
Uh, everything is Dewdrop NCT. So okay. DewdropNCT.com. Same thing with the Facebook. Um, same thing with our Twitter. Or, uh, no, wait. Do we Twitter? I think Instagram. It's Instagram. Yeah. Sorry. I, I don't do our, my social you want, media, you as you can tell. Yet or what? What's up? You want TikTok yet? No, I don't. Do you your social media on? is good. They do, you guys yeah, do my guy, my cousin does my, our social media. So Great job. We, yeah. we're, we're more laid back with it than a lot of places. Like cool. We don't get too involved, but we do just, en- just enough to, to cool. you know, keep us going. We, we like to stay humble. So awesome. That's the way we do it. And Joe? Uh, JJStacks.com is the website. Uh, Facebook's JJStacks and Insta is JJStacks203. And we do have a TikTok also. I think it's JJ Stacks. I don't that that's cool. new for me. Awesome. I'm I'm just on the cusp of too old. Cool. TikTok. And then of course you got the merch on Candlewood Gear. So to yeah, wait man. for those listening right now, Sweeten Up Podcast, we have a merch store. So if you go to our Instagram page or Facebook page, uh, click on the link in our bio, and uh, there will be another link to click to go to our um, our merch page. We're working with Candlewood Gear, a local company here in Brookfield, Connecticut, to distribute our merch to all you guys. They also work with JJ Stacks. They also work with the legendary Nikki Zooks. So we're in good company. Uh, really stoked about that. So definitely check that out. Thank you guys for coming on the show. I hope you have a great weekend, and uh, let's do this again sometime. Thanks, yeah, brother. I just quick and I'll see you soon at the Dew Drop. Yeah, please though. Yeah, next time when you open the door, keep your clothes on. All right, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to walk into what I saw with you and Joe. All right, please. You got it. You got it, buddy. All right, take care. Thank you so much once again to my guests on the podcast today, the always wonderful Jay Carlucci and Joe Adonito. To say this conversation was an absolute blast is a total understatement. Thank you both for coming by. Wish you both nothing but the best, and you already know I'll be downing wings from both of your establishments on the regular, per usual. Thank you for joining me for episode 100. Yet again, another episode of Sweeten Up is in the books. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate your feedback and support. Thank you as always to my best friends, the guys who make it all possible, with whom I would not have gotten to 100 episodes without. Post-production and music, Morgan Luzzi. Production and art director, Kurt Vinci. Editor and writer, Nick Passacreta. And a special thanks as always to Devin Sapelli. Next time on Sweeten Up Podcast, we continue the celebration of the 100th episode with two specials. Episode 101 and 102 will be special episodes chatting with my team who helps me with the show and also sitting down with my dad. Fun conversations chatting about how the show got started, how the team was formed, what a typical week is like, as well as looking back at our favorite episodes. And with my dad, we'll be chatting about life, music, sports, looking back on earlier days, my dad's thoughts on me starting the podcast during a pandemic, and more. But... Until then, you know the deal. Stay safe, stay healthy. Thank you for joining us on episode 100. I love you all so much. Peace.